Take one. Powders, pills, capsules, gels. I take them all, yeah. I don't care how it smells. Know what I gotta do, gotta get it in my body. Try to kill this old flu. Flu, flu, flu. Yeah, the flu got me, it got me strong. I'm popping pills down there all day long. And I, I just wanna get up, man. I just wanna go just get around town. But flu's got me, man. It's, it's really got me down. And I got that, I got that. Drug it down Sproul Avenue. Got that flu keeping me homebound. Somebody give me a remedy. Somebody let me get around that old flu. Paul, it's terrible. Will's got the flu. He got that flu. It's bad. What you got, Paul? What's your remedy? Well, you know what? I don't ever, I'm not going to say it because the second I say it, I'll probably fucking get it. But uh, <laughs> I get a cold every now and then when I say I got pneumonia. I don't know what's worse, pneumonia or flu. I don't know, man. Mom's pretty bad, Paul. But I'll tell you what I do have. Go ahead. What'd you have? Last week I met a little lady. Her name was Jane. And I'll just skip straight to the story. I did a little cocaine. And I call her my floozy. I call her my floozy. I call her my fucking floozy. I got a and girl, when I think about her, I messages. <laughs> I don't think that's a flu we was talking about, Paul. I think that's a floozy. I got oh, a floozy. Floozy, right. see? Oh, that's flu strain Z. I got it. <laughs> I'm going to have to deal with these fucks at the airport. <laughs> With an ass as great as mine, if you're half-ass, you're still well ahead of the pack. Hot dog chili and the peppers and the cheese and all that shit on it. We've just consumed about 34 pounds Ooh. of steak. Nothing here but goats and us. Just, uh, we're just getting going here, aren't we? I mean, we are. Hi, Paul. 
Tucker just got here. Yeah, Tucker just walked in the back door. He's not plugged in yet, but uh, me and Paul been here for about two hours getting things situated. The production quality of what we're trying to lack for the negative of Will's absence. Which is a tough one to that overcome. That doesn't make sense, does it? I well, you were trying to overcome Will's absence is what we're trying to I do. I did a here. double negative, though, so negative of Will's absence meant, would mean he was here. He's but not he's here. not here, yeah. Will has the flu. If you didn't get it by our uh, opening song that me and Paul did, uh, Will is out with the flu. So it's literally up until now has just been me and Paul in here making... Hot dog chili at... Making magic, um, but uh, Tucker just walked into the door, and uh, we call this the skeleton crew. Yeah, but I feel like you're not gonna miss. I mean, we're gonna miss Will. Everybody's gonna miss Will. But I feel like me and Paul have done some work in the last few hours to make sure that we compensated a little bit for not having our our, yeah. our man Will here. Yeah, we got like we pulled in a total scab effort. We brought him out of retirement. Like Champ Callahan, I think is doing one. Uh, remote for us. Yeah, um, we've got Champ, and then me and me and Paul stepped up. We even got Richard to do a spot for the advertising, mm-hmm. which he doesn't normally do. Uh, it's hard to find him to do anything. The queso. Yeah, queso. Oh, queso, queso stepped up. The queso. The queso. Hi, Tucker. By the way. Hey, Mikey. There he is. Hey. It's all like usually when people do that, it's like, why are y'all saying hi? You've been hanging out for like, but no. literally, no. He just got yeah, here. Just yeah, got here. we had just started right, the wait. intro, and then Paul or uh, Tucker came walking in the back door, so we didn't even have a chance to actually say hi because we were on radio silence here. You know, the old on air button was on. There was no talking going on. Uh, but yeah, we're gonna we're gonna have a good show. We've got uh, various topics as, as usual to discuss. We've got uh, we're gonna call Bob White. Uh, when famous you say artist. various topics, literally we came up with them about ten minutes ago. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like don't make it sound like we play, like we don't really have like like schematics. I don't. It's not really the word, but. Preparation schematics is a wise. Schematics well, is a word. Is it the right word? Uh, probably not. <laughs> what depends? What like, beer? What number beer are you on? Topic. I'm about, <laughs> I'm about five in. But, Topic yeah. wise, I feel like we're not really that prep, but I feel like we tend to end up talking about fishing rules and somehow end up at speedos. Yeah. So I'm not really. I'm not really worried about the conversation spinning. Well, going. in the years, well, we, you know what happens when you start talking about speedos. You end up with fly reels. You start talking about fly reels. <laughs> so I mean, but to be fair, Paul, like over the years, we've done this, and and that we can say that now we've done this for years, and and over the years we've we've done this show, and we always sometimes we start out with printed out lists of, of this is how this is going to go in this mm-hmm. segment. I don't know of a single time we've actually stuck to our list. No, we've always left off like two things. We're like, damn it, we never talked about. Yeah, this. yeah. So I mean, honestly, I don't know that'll make that big of a difference because we'll end up talking about whatever we talk about, anyways. Maybe you should have a show that's just all the topics that you never got to, <laughs> like a leftovers. Go yeah. through all of our old that, lists. That, that's what it'll be. It'll just be the leftover show. Yeah. That would be awesome. Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, but I'm sure we got plenty to talk about. I mean, we're just after the holidays, so everybody's gonna have holiday stories about their travels and their families and snowpocalypse. What kind of presents you got? I'm, if uh, uh, if if I'm actually suggest a topic, not for this show, but for for upcoming show, there's been a uh, you know last year we did a segment on uh, the Everglades. No, of course. Um, and uh, the problem with the drainage of Lake Okeechobee and all that. There yeah. have been a lot of updates to that. Yeah, uh, it's, I don't it's, know. I, I think uh, Benny. Bonka might be the guy to uh, talk to. He's been up to uh, D.C. and involved with a lot of letters, legislature with that. And yeah, I think we'll have to get Benny on here. I think that'd be a good one to talk to. He's a guy down in uh, Flamingo, uh, Florida Bay region. Well, let's make sure we do it next time. That's the next time. But we ain't on next time. We, we on, on this time. time. But I like this. Let's think. Of, it's always good to think of things now for later. Just when we come to later, we're like, what the fuck should we do? 
<laughs> yeah. It's probably good we only do this once a month or five yeah. weeks, whatever we're doing. I don't I think we did it December fifteenth last time. Today's the fifteenth. Yeah, we've done it but we've actually this is a lot faster than I thought we'd get to it with everything going on, but uh we're here. And we've done a we're we're here. We are here. Minus a few bodies, but it worked out and we're Doug. Yeah, we're missing Doug and Will. Yeah, Doug had I bet had Georgia won the national championship, uh, Doug would be here. He's probably still in, in depression zone somewhere. Doug's making deals. <laughs> making Doug. lubing the deals. <laughs> lubing and greasing. Yeah. So, mm. but, so um but we've prepared some songs, Michael and I have. Yeah, we wrote four songs. You wrote four songs? Well, we didn't write them. We yeah, just we, sang we, them. I wouldn't, <laughs> say, I wouldn't say we wrote them. But yeah. Is this a repeat of, uh, of of your bachelor party? No, no, no. We just, we, we didn't, well, we, yeah, kind of. I mean, we. It is along those lines. Yeah, along no, those, no, no, no. Yeah, well, hey, well, yeah, I mean, kind of, yes. Yes, yeah. it is. <laughs> well, I mean, we did basically the same thing, but we, uh, we had a theme. And we decided to do some songs. And the theme, of course, is Will Having the Flu. Uh, you didn't hear it. We'll, we'll play it for you because you weren't here to hear it. But It's even better, though, that he hadn't heard it. Yeah, you hadn't heard the uh, opening oh, the song. Open, yeah, yeah. Okay. He didn't hear Flu Z, but he'll hear all the other ones. Flu Z. Flu Strain Z. Flu Z. Yeah, so uh, we'll play that for you in the break. But, uh, but yeah, we, we, me and Paul have been here a bit. Or maybe we should make him listen to it when we air it. <laughs> That way he'll actually listen to it. <laughs> yeah, that's true. You never did yeah. you ever listen to when Terry was in town? Did you ever get to listen to? The, no. You never listened to Terry? It was no. it was a gym. That was a good one. I like Terry. I never heard a lot of feedback on it, but I fucking loved it. That was a great show. I don't know. You know, Paul, when we did this, we sat down and we wrote this thing out in a napkin and and home team barbecue. Me and Will, we sat there and we said we were going to do this this radio thing. We literally said to ourselves, like, we don't care if anybody ever listens to it. Mm-mm. We're going to do it for us. Because I'm having fun right now. Exactly. I'm fun. Yeah. So, I mean, I don't care that I didn't hear back from people. I'm just going to assume they loved it as much as I did. Uh-huh. I mean, I think, I mean, I guess this is our creation. I, I think I listened to it like four times. Is that kind of like how even if you had the ugliest baby in the world, it's so cute. It's the cutest damn baby. You go get me a toddler, high. You get me a toddler. Yeah, hey man, I've listened to it. Joanne's like, she'll come in, I'll have it on the phone, like milling around the house, just on speaker or whatever. She's like, are you listening to yourself on the radio again? I'm like, yeah, yeah, I am. Mm-hmm. And I sound good. <laughs> it's like people and say, then I she can't. She asked the obvious question, are y'all retarded? <laughs> She she actually listens because she'll call me or text me with like questions about something we said on here. I'm like, are you listening to my radio show? Like, yeah, that's right. No. <laughs> Sarah's gonna be like, you have a five foot eight floozy <laughs> named Jane. Where, when did this happen, who, Paul? Who is this? Who is this, Paul? Who's Jane? No, but it was doesn't inspired make sense, by Tucker. Now it will. Yeah. It will. Yeah. Okay. I'll get it. I'll take your word for it. Said so Jane did cocaine. Yeah. In the rain in Spain. <laughs> See, it's easy to make songs. Did, hey, did she have a cane? Possibly. Hey. I don't know why hey. she wouldn't have. I do love impaired females. <laughs> they can't run fast. It's a few stories. The Talon New Orleans and uh, what was the other one in New Orleans? Oh, the deaf the deaf girl that I was talking to at the bar. That uh, was a good one. Well, oh, you? that was a good one. Yeah, <laughs> that was a good one. I enjoyed that one. But well, anyway, we're here. Uh Post holidays, mm-hmm. post uh, Happy New Year, everybody. Yeah, yeah. Post New Year, Happy New Year's. Me and Tucker hung out on New Year's Day. I don't think we did anything. I just realized. <laughs> no. You said New Year's. I just realized all the prints that Alex just came and got. I wrote seventeen on them. <laughs> oh well. Post dated. I don't think it matters. <laughs> Sorry. Right. That makes them worth more. Yeah, exactly. They're from last year. They're they're already vintage. They're from the past. They are. Mm-hmm. Weird. Today, ha- the past happened today. 
It just happened a second ago. <laughs> Think about it. Happening every second. Stop hurting my head. <laughs> mm. Stop it. Woo. So, so stop it. So other than Bob White, yeah, you mentioned Bobby White legs. We do have White legs coming on. Which, if you don't know Bob White, I, I don't know how you wouldn't know Bob White if you're if you're listening to this and you're into fly fishing. But Bob White is a very famous uh, fly fishing artist. Um, he writes as well. Uh, he teamed up. He's if been. You, if you haven't gotten his newsletter, sign up for it. Yeah, you want Bob's newsletter. But he's also been paired up with Gearach for how many years? They've been doing that fly fishing or fly like rod like and reel. Fifteen at least, maybe like, twenty years. Yeah. So every episode, or every issue of Fly Rod and Reel, you know, Gearach writes a little piece, and all the artwork that goes along with Gearach's piece is by Bob White. Those guys have been, you know, tag teaming that effort for a long time. Ooh. Yeah, there it is. I like but, the sound of that, Michael. Yeah, he lives up in the frozen white north, so we figured he wouldn't do anything today, so we figured we'd call him. I love Budweiser. Who don't? Keep hitting the wrong one. I meant to say Mexico. <laughs> you said the great northern, the great north. I was going like, Mexico. <laughs> no, uh-uh. that would be a dog. that would be a dog. Not Mexico. <laughs> no dog. Not Mexico. Yep. So, um, but yeah, we got Bobby. We're gonna we got a few topics. Um, I guess we'll start off with the typical intro, like yeah. sports stuff going on. We got football. Uh, Minnesota pulled off a humdinger. Did you check that? Did you uh, you see the final catch? The final catch, that big play, yeah, the catch. Yeah. Oh yeah, that, like yeah. the last second. I mean, yeah. who, who hasn't seen that? At I this saw point? the replay. Oh my god! And that guy, and that, the problem is that safety, uh, Kent Williams or whatever his name is, he's actually had a phenomenal rookie year. Like he's a really good safety, and he just fucked up once. But it's like one of the most spectacular fuck ups in the history of the NFL. Well, you know, <laughs> like if I was a, if I was a coach though, I'd say no. It's stupid to blame the game on that. Like, why didn't we score a touchdown in the first half? Why yeah. didn't we do a field goal? Yeah. In the but it ain't the coach. It ain't the coach that's gonna give him crap. Oh, it's the fan base that's gonna I totally agree. crucify that guy. But if, yeah. And he's done great for them this year. I mean, he's been a phenomenal, phenomenal defensive player. And he's a young guy. He's a rookie. He's got a lot of years ahead of him. They'd be good to just let that one slide and keep him around. But you know how people are. They're not rational. I well, do know how I, people you are. Know, you know you. Wait, wait till tomorrow. There will be yeah. something else. I'll actually, you know, you just have to make it to Friday. Yeah. And then it's like the weekend erases anything bad that happened. <laughs> you can be up in arms about something an entire week. Then the weekend comes and Monday you're like, what was I mad about that? <laughs> I don't remember. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, literally, anything political that happens and people are like, this is bullshit. I'm doing something bad about it. By the weekend comes, they're just like, la, 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 la. <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, that's it's good to have a short memory sometimes, I guess. So, so we got, you know, I think we we've got a special guest too that we haven't told Michael about. It's going to be here later. Oh, <laughs> oh. Uh, I, even I know about this. I yeah. don't like when you do this, Paul. <laughs> well, like, I, I really don't enjoy. I ran into him at the grocery store the other day. Yeah. And let's just say that you've been working with him quite a bit lately. I don't know what that means. Is it a him? Oh yeah. Okay. Yeah. I don't know. I didn't know it was him. Yeah. Okay. I don't well, unless there's some weird <laughs> thing I don't know about. I, you know, I think it's a him. Okay. It I, appeared to be a him. I'm not sure what's going on. So I, you're, y'all are staring at me like I know, but obviously I don't know because this is a surprise for Mike. He seemed, uh, I mean, he's, he, he, you know, different. But anyway, we'll, we'll, I don't want to <laughs> give it away. All right, well, well, we'll deal with that when we get to it, I guess. I deal like with it, it is is the correct term. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, and a few more. So any, any crazy things for Christmas happen with y'all? 
No, I mean, I, I had to work Christmas, so, I mean, I went to North Carolina, and, you know. Hey, you were all over the place for that few days. Yeah, because the weekend before Christmas, I had to go to New York. I, I drove to New York up uh, kind of near... New York City! I know, north of New York City, but basically up kind of near West Point on the on the uh, Hudson right. River there. Yeah. So it's a 13-hour drive each way. They get, they get that lake-blown snow. In 48 hours, I was in the car for 26 of them, driving mm. there and back to go to a wedding for a college friend of Joanne's. And I mean, we and I know this friend, too, and we're really, we love her to death, so we did it, but it was pretty brutal, man. We had to drive through Pennsylvania and New York, and it was, I crossed the Pocono Mountains, and my, it was in the middle of the night. My stupid little, you know, they got the temperature gauge on your car. Uh-huh. I was reading four. Mm. Just four. Like one, Why does it even one go number, down that low? I don't know. It was bad. It was cold. It never got out of the 20s the entire time I was there, even like middle of the day. And, uh, yeah, it was all right. It was, it was a cool place. Like, I really did enjoy myself. But, that man, that's a long Poke time knows. in the car for a short trip, you know. So, you know how, how Brittany, Brittany's my wife for anybody. I guess yeah. nobody would know that. Uh, <laughs> but uh, she's from Minnesota. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, the high... One day last week was negative eight. Yeah, no. The, how does any? How did every anybody ever settle in Minnesota? Oh no! Like man. during the summer, it's wonderful up there. It's absolutely beautiful. Bunch of lakes, great fishing. Get it? That's what you're buying. But, you're but, buying the summers. Is what you're, you're buying, buying like three months well, a year. Maybe that's, that's why there's it. so much of the Nordic culture there. Maybe that's why so many Swedes and Norwegians. And just that and voice. Oh true. man, that's hot. I, I think that's probably well, that's probably yeah, why because they're the only cool. people that could survive there because they're used probably. to living on tundra. Yeah. You know, like they're Let's like, ask oh, Bob this is today. home. We'll ask Bob. Yeah, Bob lives in Minnesota. Oh, so okay. we'll be hollering cool. at him so he can tell us. I don't know, but uh, but yeah, that's write it down. Write it down. I had a good Christmas. We had fun. How about you, Paul? Did you go anywhere? Y'all were all over the place. So you well, said I was all over. He's in well, Texas and Pennsylvania. And yeah, I had a good little run. So the day after Christmas, I went, flew to Dallas slash Tyler, Texas, and uh, Dear helped my mom spent a little Tyler time with her. And then I get back after four days there on Saturday, and then the next morning fly to Pennsylvania to hang out with Sarah's family and friends. New Year's Eve with her friends, the Edders. Old Matt and Ryan Etter. I don't know who that is. Um, and then did New Year's there. Had a good time. And that's Ryan, female, with oh. two ends. Oh, Just, okay. I mean, not that it matters. <laughs> and I'm down for hanging out with a gay couple for New Year's. Whatever. Hey, man. Let it rock so, and roll. Uh, and then we came back um, on a Tuesday, and I was right back in the office Wednesday. There you go. It was a good run. No, mm. That was me. I, I, we did the wedding, then I went to North Carolina the very next weekend for Christmas came home dropped Joanne off at the airport in Charlotte she flew to Buffalo then I was home working my last paycheck had like 95 hours on it I basically Jeez. lived at the hospital yeah. the last couple of weeks so I haven't I haven't seen the outside world very much lately and I'm okay with it it's alright you're not missing much not right now yeah this time of year I, this is the time of year I would be happy just working overtime all the time I don't got nothing to do yeah. well, so, are you catching any fucking fish <laughs> <laughs> because it's too fucking cold that's why yeah so so we get that snow run yeah the, uh, the which was ridiculous week. I mean for the, for South Carolina that's yeah, no, two weeks ago two weeks ago yeah Two weeks ago, Wednesday. Two weeks ago, Wednesday. That's right. Week and a half ago. So yeah, we got back from Pennsylvania, which was snow covered for four days. Then we get back here the next morning. It's snow covered here for like six days. Well, dude, be glad you got back when you did. Oh yeah, I would have been. The airport was closed for like five days. Yeah. Well, a lot of people in North like to make fun of us, but you got to understand, like we Charles County is huge. It's about a hundred miles end to end if you want to do the coastal line, and we have one salt truck, one for the whole county. I didn't even know we had one. We have one. 
We, 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 and plows. They hardly yeah, have any plows. We don't plows. have any plows. Yeah. And they borrowed a couple from the upstate because they didn't get any snow upstate. It was just the coast that got it. So they borrowed a couple. But even then, I mean, we got like, what, 75 bridges or something in Charleston proper? Like, I don't even know. They just couldn't do it. I mean, it was just, they just, I mean, the hospital was on emergency protocol. Most of the girls and guys that, that lived anywhere, any kind of distance, had to sleep, eat, and live in the hospital. I lived close enough that I just, you know, and I grew up driving in that stuff. So I, I just drove back and forth every day. But it was sketchy. I mean, it wasn't like, you know, if I'd lived any further out, I would have been sleeping at the hospital too. But, yeah. Um, yeah, it was bad, man. I mean, it's uh, we had five inches in my house, and I think Somerville had like seven or eight inches or something like it's that. It's crazy. I mean, it was a uh, true snow a f- snow event. Yeah, which we don't. It really was. We don't I get. I think they said here. the last time we got anything close to this was thirty years ago. Yeah, after Hugo, the year Hugo hit was like eighty nine. They had a bad yeah, snowstorm right. that year. That's right. But, yeah, it happens very rarely. So you, you Yankees can laugh all you want, but you know, you guys have you know heat stroke as soon as it hits seventy five degrees. So I don't really want to hear anything. <laughs> <laughs> Wait till you get a hurricane. Exactly. <laughs> you got a freaking tropical depression and thought it was the, the end of the world. Yeah. What was it, that Sandy or? Yeah, whatever? I think Sandy. Yeah, that was their big one. But yeah, it is what it is. Everybody's got their deal. You know, we can deal with hurricanes. We can deal with heat. We can't deal with snow. Man. It's not our wheelhouse. No, like, we don't know what we're doing. We don't you know have. We don't have chains. Yeah. yeah, out west and north they have chains. Or oh, put the fucking chains on your. Well, but your they good. just have infrastructure. Like they, yeah. their whole infrastructure is built to handle that. We yeah. don't have any. And they infrastructure have snow shovels. The basic element of getting through is just one snow shovel. Yeah, Each we don't have that. No. I had I scraped my car off. Like when I went to go to work the day of the storm, I had to work that night. And so I slept all day while it was dumping snow. And I was like, oh, I'll be fine. I was thinking it was gonna be like an inch or two. Yeah. I went out there. It was five inches of snow covering yeah. my car. You got and all I had was a broom and a, <laughs> a, a dustpan. So I'm I out mean. there like sweeping, you know, cranking my car 45 minutes before I left so it would melt, you know, the windshield yeah. so I could sweep. It was not okay. Like I was out there. I was like, I am really unprepared for this. Uh, brooms that I used to. Well, let's, hey, let's take a little break. Uh, we're going to be calling old Bobby in about 30 minutes. So we'll call him at the tail end of the next section, I guess. Maybe. That sounds, yeah. I mean, well, yeah, that or maybe in the third section. Who knows? Yeah. We'll maybe play we'll it out. We'll do that. We'll maybe play we'll, it out. Okay. Well, let's, uh, let's hear from, we got some sort of sponsor. I think we got Queso first. Okay. Let's hear All it. Right. Hello there, Flood Tide fans. It's your favorite professional fisherman, Richard Queso, here to tell you about a new fine product from the Queso Corp line of fine products. It is the newest and the latest and the greatest of healthcare products. It's the Coon Claw Powder. Yes, I said that right. Coon Claw Powder made from real Coon Claw bits. It is a fine cold and or flu remedy to get you over the hump on these nasty days of winter time. And I have with me the purveyor and the man who supplies all of our real natural pieces of Coon Claw. Uh, say hello there, Cletus, and tell these folks how we acquire our fine, high-quality pieces of Coon Claw to make our powder with. Well, am I supposed to talk now? Yeah, that's perfectly fine. The microphone. Oh, yeah, right. Well, well, Richard, yeah, we get the cones, we get them in a bag, we trap them in that bag first. So you gotta get the bag, and then we, well, hey, we rip out the claws, and then we, then we crush them. That sounds really painful. The, the coons, do they live through this process, or do we use the? the well, coons? we like to keep the meat. 
and we don't want to ruin the meat. So we kill them first. We don't want all that adrenaline running through. And then we crush those claws into a fine, I mean, a fine powder. Richard. It's important for the absorption in the body. The powder must be ground really finely. You have to go ahead. Richard, at the end of the day, it's the most natural way to get rid of floozy. Yeah, well, the floozy is really, really hard to get a hold of. They get the claws in you, and the only way to get it out is a little good, high-quality product. So thank you, Cletus, for coming by and explaining. What's that? Never mind, Cletus. Just go away. Okay, uh, look, yeah. So get online. Go to quesocorpinc.com slash HTML backslash product Amazon. You know what to do. And get you a couple packets of real queso corp cool. Claw powder made What's with that? Real... Any minutes? No, we're good, oh, okay. Cleaners. We're good. Yeah, anyway, coon claw powder made with real coon claw bits. Folks, you heard it here. It will clear up what ails you. I'm Richard Queso. We'll see you on the flip side. <laughs> oh, uh, Joe, do you still want to ride home? Oh, sure do, thanks. Be right with you. Okay. Well, Joe, got a minute before you leave? Yeah, Marty, what's up? I, um, I just want to tell you that this last series of interviews is good. Really good. Oh, thanks. Glad you like them. Cigarette? Chrysler. Well, you changed brands. Yeah. I finally found one I like. The, um, taste doesn't quit on me. Well, that's worth a try. Ready, Joe? Yeah. Never mind. See you tomorrow, Joe. Say, you're right. This Viceroy really does taste good. Viceroy starts with great tobaccos, then adds flavor fresheners to make sure the good taste never quits. Viceroy, the good taste never quits. Still.
working on the sand. Dude, oh, Jesus. Well, a little happiness, a little love. All right. I think, we'll, uh, you know, if this whole flood tide thing don't work out, man, me and you all just go on the road with our flu album. Jingles. <laughs> it's called Flu Jingles. <laughs> uh, tour a lot around in the winter. <laughs> a lot of touring. Yeah, a lot of touring. Lots of touring. Got to pay bills. Got to pay bills. You know what? Yeah, I think you could like post up in some primary care physicians' offices, <laughs> emergency room. Yeah. yeah. You know, it's good. What was the funnier one earlier? You said, well, yeah. Tame of floozy. <laughs> <laughs> flu gone pow- flu be gone. <laughs> flu be gone powder, yeah. <laughs> Shit. Uh, we have fun, man. Wait, this... isn't that a queso product? Uh, not not <laughs> yet. He might make some if he gets off that coon claw powder. <laughs> <laughs> made with bits of real coon claw. <laughs> it's no, you just... know what that means though? It's only made with Partial bit. They didn't say pure. Yeah. I mean, so what else is there's in there? A, there's a filler in there. Well, it, it's like any other medicine. You don't want to know what all the fillers are. <laughs> Probably just a bunch of silicone powder in there. Yeah. It he, is all filler. These he days. gets it from all the electronics that he finds. That silica gel just mm-hmm. grinds that up. Well, what's realistically, man? I mean, as a nurse, I'll give you a little heads up out there. Even your your Tamiflu's and stuff. The only way to get over the flu is to ride it out. Lots of fluids, lots of rest, maintain using Tylenol and whatnot to keep your temperature down. But, you know, you can buy all the remedies you want, but flu has got to run its course. End of story. So Only manage the symptoms. Exactly. That's all you can do. Take what you need to manage symptoms, fever, cough, all that jazz. If it's a wet cough, don't stop it. If we it's got a, a nurse cough, here. This stop is serious it. business. He's like, no. I'm serious. Yeah. If you're coughing up junk, don't take cough medicine. You want to cough that junk up. If you're not coughing up anything, if it's a dry hack, then take your cough medicine. Otherwise, leave it be. You just got to suck it up. How do you work in the hospital and not get the flu when everyone's coming in? Well, I wash my hands about 5,000 times a day. They come in there and start coughing. How is it possible to walk out of there? If if they're on the flu, like we test them. If they come in with flu symptoms, the first thing we do is it's called a rapid flu test, which is we swab their nasal pharynx. Their what? It's the back. Like You ever had a flu swab, Paul? Uh, I don't have any idea. If Basically, I, I run a little brush up your nose to the point where it feels like I'm tickling your brain, all the way to the back of your nasopharynx, which is all the way up in there. It, it's not fun. It kind of like that LSD good. does, tickles you're, that brain. All the way up in there, and uh, that's where we test. It. If we test positive, then you know, if you're in, if if I got somebody that's got the flu, we're uh, we're wearing masks and you know, washing our hands and. You know, there's no guarantee about it, but we do what we can. I, I've How many to, nurses or doctors do get sick? Like, oh yeah, no, I mean we well, get sick. I mean you're you're exposed to that kind of stuff, and you can't always catch it in time. But as as a general rule, just the hospital environment, we wash our hands. We don't, you know, we really take care of ourselves to try to. We just assume everybody. Everybody's always asking me like, "Hey, how do you deal with people like AIDS and stuff?" I treat. Every, <laughs> I'm serious. People ask me that, and they're like, "Well, you, you have to treat people with AIDS and stuff." I'm like, "Yeah, all the time." But I treat everybody like they have AIDS. Like literally, if you come in and you're a patient, I don't care who you are. I pretend well, you have they AIDS. Might, <laughs> yeah. they might. And that's that's and that's really the, the same with the flu. Is like I treat everybody like they might have the flu. Like I'm not getting in your face and letting you cough on me. I'm not. Anytime I go in your room, I wash my hands before I come in your room. I wash my hands when I leave your room. Like it, you treat everybody like they're radioactive. That's how you don't do you get treat, sick. <laughs> do you treat me like I have AIDS every day, Paul? <laughs> you know, it's just it is what it is. You got everyone has AIDS. AIDS. I just call I call it the AID. <laughs> the AID. We have one. <laughs> well, we're we're gonna do another segment, a little short one, and then we're gonna call Bobby White Legs up. I told them we were running a little late, which we kind of are. 
Well, what's he really got going on in Minnesota? I, mean, I don't know. There's no, what's he doing? It's already dark there. I'm sure, even though they're like a couple hours. I, know. I, was, about, I was about to say, I, I can guarantee the setting. It's white <laughs> and dark. Yeah, he's probably fine. He'll be all right. All right, so we're gonna do a little new thing. I got five topics here on a piece of paper. I should have read them first, shouldn't I? No, that's fine. Well, that way you can kind of okay. There's here's topic number one is Maribou. Oh, yeah. I could talk about Maribu for hours. Topic number two is casting and polling platforms. Oh, oh you could. Okay. All right. We just start talking about them. I don't yeah, know what. Fine. And then uh, earbuds slash headphones. Uh, hmm. I can go on for hours on that. Yeah, that's the, it's, it's all about having variety. And it's more like the negative thing I can go about on. Uh, pie. Hmm. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, because we got all sorts of pie. You got pot pie, cider beer, cider versus beer, or just no, cider, cider beer. beer. Like when you get, yeah, you don't a, like ciders. We, well, that's not the topic yet. We, if, okay, we, if, if, right, if that's the topic, right, then I'll tell you what right. I think about them. Who's picking it? You want it? I'll take it. He's within reach. That makes sense. Oh no! Oh, it picked itself. It picked itself. That was fate. That was fate. Thank you, God. Oh, and look at it. Cider beer. <laughs> cider beer. Mike, go. I'm not a fan of cider beer. No, let's just talk. Yeah, there's, let's just. I think it's ridiculous. I think it is. You can't call it beer. It's fucking apple juice. It's really not beer. It's, well, you might as well get wine. I find it very refreshing. I hate it. Like, in lieu of beer, or you've had three beers, you're like, oh, I'll get a cider, and then go back to beer? Like, how does it work? No, I mean, I'm not, like, I'm not drinking, like, Strongbow all night long, but if it's kind of like a summer, it's hot night, and just want something that's refreshing, hmm. then, you know, it's a little it's a little sweet, but, I, I don't mind, but I'm not going to drink that all night. I'm going to have, like, one or two of them. I'm not going to lie. Like, I severely judge people. Like, if you go to a bar with a group of people. I instantly and judge them, too. Yeah, and you go up to the bar, and everybody's like, hey, what you guys want? And I'm like, yeah, I'm giving you whatever beer that's on tap. And everybody's like, beer, beer, liquor, drink, liquor, drink, uh-huh. whatever. And somebody says, let me get that uh, cider. Instantly don't like that yeah. person. Okay, what What about? <laughs> all, right, all right, hang on, hang on. Because you could do a black velvet, which is apple cider with Guinness. I'm okay with that. That's getting more complicated. That's like a cocktail. Yeah. That's like a cocktail. It's actually yeah. and it's actually really really good. It sounds. It probably is. I, I don't. I don't doubt. I never had one, but I just. I, I think black velvet. Some people call it a snake bite. It's like ordering. It I'd for, order it as a snake bite. Just for me, it's like that. people who order wine coolers. Like it's really. Wait, wait, who orders a wine? How can you order the same a people wine who drink? Well, the, they have them in the fucking cool box with the beer. They have little. Yeah, ciders right beside the wine hard, cooler. In Mike's hard lemonade. That's like a. It's a wine. No, no, cooler. no. I'm yeah, only gonna yeah. do it on tap. I'm not gonna do it out of a bottle. Well, but I mean, we're talking in general terms. They have here, cider on tap. You can get. Cider I've never seen like, it. Out of a you never heard of Strongbow? No, I would have think thought that was a beer. If you order a Strongbow, like, oh, how's your beer? No, it's a I don't cider. Know. Well, it's I like that, that Angry Orchard stuff. Like, mm-hmm. it's, it's not beer. It's just not like you. Yeah. Mm, I do like Angry Orchard though. <laughs> but is I'm it so- is it brewed? I, I'm sorry, dude. I'm sorry. Have I ever brought a Domingo? No, and that's no, what I'm saying. Like, I've you never. wouldn't show up Domingo with that because you'd get kicked off the Mingo. <laughs> Until, like, until you try to sip and you're like, all right, give me one. No, it'd be like when Germs brought the uh, the Bud Light Lime, and we like you I can there do one year. or two of those. Like I can, I can do, start I, them I, off. I, I don't mind. I don't mind Bud Light. No, Lime. so so Germs. I don't. So I so Germs comes up. So when we go to the Glades, like the general rule back in the day was this. I think this might be before Tucker's time, but everybody was responsible for bringing two cases of beer, and we stocked a you know camp cooler, and then you'd have your your boat coolers. But everybody helped supply the beer chain. And it was Bud Light, Miller Light, whatever, yeah. Coors Light. Grab bag special. Grab bag special. And everybody was responsible for bringing two cases. Though. That way we had enough beer for everybody for the whole week or four days or whatever. 
And Germ shows up one year with two cases of Bud Light Lime. See, that... Two cases. That's, that's, that's crazy. But he had never even had one before. Oh, mm. shit. We thought he was joking. When he pulled them out, I was like, oh, that's funny, man. You brought Bud Light Lime. He's like, what? <laughs> we were like, oh, shit. You didn't bring anything else? He's like, no. I was like, have you ever had one of those? He goes, no, man. I just thought it'd be nice with the lime. Yeah, you know, we're, in the, we're in the tropics. He drank one and spit it out, and then that was the end. And so the end of that trip, there we was had 23 Bud Light Yeah, exactly. <laughs> there were. And so the end of the trip, we, we always stop at the... Uh, I mean, you still have to drink them. Didn't y'all drink them? We didn't em? drink them. Not one. We went and bought more beer. at. The, we paid premium price at the Flamingo gas station thing down there. We went and paid premium price for more beer to fill up because nobody was drinking that shit. I mean, I would have drank them. I, say, I, I mean, like, that's something no. that I would have, like, two of for me on the boat. Two. Me too. Just, just to, like, when it's in the middle of the day, it's really hot, it's a, li- it's a little lighter, it's a little refreshing. That lime, nah, lime flavor. That. All nah. natural lime flavor. I don't have a vagina. Flavor. flavor. It's just a beer. <laughs> Listen, here's what. So, Joanne loves it. <laughs> so, but Bud, Budweiser is a lager. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yes. So is Dos Equis. You would put a lime on a Dos Equis Mexican beer, right? A lime, but I'm not mixing lime juice into my Dos Equis. You know what? But I have no problem putting like a lime in my Miller Lite or but like people go, you put a lime in that. I'm like, it's no different from putting it in a fucking Dos Equis or a Corona. I, I mean, it's not. No. You know I, how the lime got I, started I, with Mexican beer anyway? No. You might have your theory. I don't know. I don't have is, any this theories. Is what I found no. This is what I found out. I, I like, tend to believe it's true. I don't. Maybe it's not. It's that they use the lime to clean the top of the bottle because the water down there for cleaning is terrible. Uh, so that instantly oh, cleans that, and citric acid has a good would, flavor. Yeah, it'd be an yeah. antibacterial. So it yeah, never had yeah. anything to do with flavoring the beer. It was simply to clean the bottle. Interesting. So I, any beer, sense. I can go with that. Any lager or pill. I mean. I'm not look. I'm not hating on a, a lime occasionally in a beer. It is rich though. I will give you that. The Bud Light, the Bud Light lime is rich. too much, and 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 I kind of put that with the ciders too. Like, yes, I guess you could drink one, but I, I just don't. I don't like them, and I mean because I don't like them. Of course, I judge everybody who does like them. That's just my brain cycle. I can't help it. I'm kind of an asshole. What other flavor? What about like a peach IPA? No. Oh no. Is I that don't, because of IPA, or you just don't like? Peach? I, honestly, I don't, I don't like, like overcomplicating things. I love IPAs. Oh. But I don't like, I think for me it comes down to you're trying too fucking hard. Like, so there's a brewery in my old hometown um, called Fontaflora, and they actually make some halfway decent beers. But they're one of these breweries, and I'm, I'm using them as an example because I'm sure there's a brewery like this in every town, but I just haven't ran into one Asheville. Charleston. Yeah, Asheville, or any, any of you mountain hippies listening to this, I'm sure you have one in your hometown. But that where they, they make like this, the, the most random shit, and it's like the. Kumquat infused uh, Indian <laughs> oh, pale no, dry dude, dude, ale. Have you been to uh, whatever low, low tide? Yeah, you've been, you've been I've to been low, low tide. tide. And they, some, they, they, I mean, they. It's like a basil jalapeno. Yeah, that's what I'm, idea. And I'm just like, it's too much. Now, it's way too with much. I just want beer. It's not just want beer. It's not bad. I'm gonna. Uh, no, I love that basil. I had <laughs> no, it's, uh, no, it's, I, no, it's basil. Have you have you seen my honey? Yes, that's what it is. I don't like that kind of shit. But one time at home team, he goes, "Hey, hey, Paul, you want to try this new beer?" I'm like, "I'm a Bud Light guy." <laughs> yeah, I'm like, "Sure, I'll try it." And they gave me a little the little thing of it, you know. I was like. God damn, that's good. It's not bad, but I can only have like yeah. one. I, mean, I can't have. It's just too. It's it's like a sipping beer, what? which is weird. It's like it's like wine, but it's beer. To and be I fair, really drink wine like beer. Anyway. To be fair, unless you're drinking like Bud Light or, or Miller Light or, or light Pilsner type beers, you really shouldn't be sitting down and drinking. And anybody's done it, me included. You sit down and drink six or seven IPAs, like heavy beers, or oh, or brown man. ales, or any heavy. 
you know, really heavy yeah, artisanal tra- beer. Trash town. You're going you're, to trash town. Yeah, it's not okay. Like you shouldn't no. sit down and drink those like that anyway. They're they're really all supposed to be like a sit down and sip and savor yeah. type and beer. You don't yeah. feel good yeah, either. So I kind of no, get that. No, no, it's the worst thing. It's like a wine hangover. It's like drinking too much wine. Like you, it, I don't know what it is, but it's just, uh, have you ever drank too much Guinness? Oh, no, I haven't. I've, I've never been a huge Guinness. I have oh. now Smithwicks. I've gotten yeah, all kind of tangled on Smitty, but Smittix. Smitty. What are Smittix? Whatever. I would say Smithwicks, but yeah, Smitty. I've, I've sat down and drank way too many Smitties before, but I'm not a huge Guinness. I'm like a one Guinness, and then I'm done kind of person. So, but, playing playing rugby. I mean, that was kind of everybody just always had Guinness around, and so I mean, just. But dude, you you get heavy on that, and you, yeah. I mean, your stomach feels like it is about to explode. It's just too much. Oh, there he is. <laughs> he loved that shock top. Yeah, I, I don't know, man. Like me, I'm real so like I like good beers. I like to, to a certain extent, but I don't know, man. Ciders is too sweet huh? as a general rule, and it's it, it reminds me of like. Uh, a wine cooler, like a Mike's Hard or something like that. That's what it reminds me of. Strong Dude, I will or... say, get that, uh, when this past year, it was the year before, I think, that I bought that beer to uh, Mingo and it had the, uh, uh, what do you call that Mexican theme where you got the skull with like the flowers and the decorations on oh, it? Oh, the Dia de Muerta. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They had to, that, Boy, that was like on the, on the cap and on the label. That shit was good. I don't even remember I don't that. even remember what it was. Is this tequila or beer? No, it was beer. Tequila. It's sort of like beer. Tequila. What tequila movie? I don't know. You know what movie that is? I don't know. Y'all got the beer? We got tequila. It's sort of like beer. <laughs> <laughs> Three Amigas. Oh. <laughs> uh. Alright, see if you can get this one. And the beer tastes like piss. That's cause we busy in it. <laughs> I don't know. You don't want to know what else we doing it too. Three amigos? No. <laughs> Mike? I got nothing. Any, any, any guesses? <laughs> Antonio Banderas. Are you talking about uh, what's that? Desperado? Yeah. Or, uh, Desperado? Uh huh. <laughs> All right. Well, that's our short segment. We're gonna cut it, come back, and then um, call old Bobby White Legs. I like that. First, we're gonna hear from. Uh, Old champ. Oh, yeah, champ's got a couple. Yeah. All right, we'll be right back. Unless y'all had something else to add, I didn't mean to cut us all off there. <laughs> I could, I, I don't, I don't have anything to add. I'm outnumbered here. Apparently, I'm excited about Bobby Whitelegs, so let's just cut to <laughs> Paul just wants to talk to Bob. That's all it is. <laughs> Chap Callahan here, in place of old Scoop, he's down and out with that floozy. Today we're going to be bringing you a little information from Calabrese Brothers. Discount drugs, straight off the back of the truck, if you know what I'm saying. We got Tony here to give you a little insight. Yes, since we only use the finest of the drugs that come off of the truck. Uh, you know, the, the floozy is a, a bad problem, even up in the New York City. You southern guys, I hear you have a harder time with the cold weather and all, so uh, we brought a truck on down. Our cousin Tony, don't, don't worry about it. Either way, the best tr- the best drugs you can get, we got the... We, we got the Tamifluzy, uh, we got the D-Quill, uh, we've, we've got the, uh, the, the uh, 
the flu powders, the uh, you know, all the finest drugs. And you got flu be gone. That's the good stuff. The flu be gone powder is, is great stuff. Yeah, you just you know line it up, a little credit card, snort, you know whatever. Well, you thanks, do. Tony. Yeah, Appreciate okay. you yeah, being nice here. Yeah, we'll, yeah. We're gonna see you down at the pizza place here in a little bit. Yeah, there. yeah, sure. You guys got pizza in the Alrighty. Sandwich. Come on, on my mother's birthday. Once again, it's <laughs> Champ Callahan back at ya. Anytime, anywhere the fun is, you light up a Kent and good taste happens. What a good time for a Kent! Influenza, 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 how did you find me? Was it from my sick toddler or from someone else at the pillow factory? Influenza, 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 where did you find me? How did you get me? You got me. Oh, you got me, yeah, you got me, oh, you got me, temperature 102, what am I supposed to do, can't go out driving around and listen to my music in my dog's truck, so fucking sweaty and fucked up, I can't even go down and get a little thing for my kid, he wants some ice cream and candy. Influenza, how did you find me? How did you find me? All right, well, this is so much fun. <laughs> we had way too much fun sitting around making flu songs up today. <laughs> and speaking of, this one's not about the flu, but we're, we're going to lead this straight into Colin Bobby. Okay. Bobby White legs, so he's not gonna hear the console. Oh yeah, well Bob has no idea. We made a theme song for Bob. All right, here we go. You ready for Bob's theme song? So we're about to call Bob. This is his theme song. <laughs> Hold on. Oh Jesus. Here we go. Talking to Bobby and Bob and White legs. Talking to Bobby, Bobby White Legs. Bobby White Legs. Bobby, Bobby, talking to Bobby White Legs. Bobby White Legs, Bobby White Legs. Bobby, 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 Bobby,
All right, there it is. I so wish Bob could have heard that alive. That would have been. Uh, it's all right. He's at least about to hear our voices. Yeah. That'll all be right. good enough for him. Calling in right now. Here we go. <laughs> Let's make sure I got the number right here handy. Let's see if this works. Oh, it, will it do it for the thing, or we gotta do it with your phone again? You gotta do. You gotta do mic and towards the computer. All right, all right. We'll aim it. We'll aim it. Aim it. Direction. Bob White Studio. This is Bob. Is this Bobby White Legs, please? Hello, Bob. Bob. Hello. Oh Lord. Hey, Bob. Can you hear anybody us? there? Oh gosh. Got to got to try him oh, back. God, this happens every time, oh, Paul. Jeez. <laughs> I think last time we ended up having to do it. I'm going to pause it and fix this and hold on. Yeah. All right. We're trying again. All right. Back on. Hello, this is Bob. Bob, Paul Puckett, how are you? Hey, Paul. I'm good. How are you? This is my speaker voice. I'm <laughs> on the radio right now. How are you? You've never met this Paul Puckett before. This is a completely, like, you don't sound at all like yourself. Uh, I'm back to regular Paul. Hey, buddy. Sorry about that earlier. <laughs> <laughs> we're having, that didn't last long. We're in a non-ideal situation. I don't know what's going on with the computer, but it's obviously not picking up our voices where you can hear us. Oh, wow. So when you hear this, it's going to sound like we're in a tin can, but hey, whatever. At least we're going to get the point across. Yeah, no worries. Um, how you doing, bud? I'm good. I'm good. Um, man, just a nice, long, quiet day up in the studio. Just getting a lot done, so it, life is good. Is uh, Minnesota just loving life right now with the old Vikings victory yesterday? <laughs> that was the craziest thing I've ever seen in my life. Because if you you know if, if you live here, you've been you've been trained to get your your hopes up and then have you know have your hopes dashed on the rocks of Viking despair. So not I, not I, today, I, buddy. Today you're having champagne in your underwear. <laughs> You're like, you're like, how did you know? Are we, are we, are we Skyping? <laughs> that would be awkward. God, I did not. Oh, holy shit. Well, we got, we got old Mad Mike Benson and our friend Tucker here with you. So, uh, appreciate you taking the time to uh, just answer a few calls. I'm going to I'm going to hand the phone off to old Mad Mike Benson, who knows, you know, a little you know, bit about you. I've never met, I've never met uh, Mike, but not in person. All right. Hey, Bobby. What's up, man? I'm good, man. I'm good. We're living here in the south where it's supposed to be nice and warm. Uh, we got a little taste of your Minnesota weather a couple weeks ago here. Uh, we got about uh, five inches of white stuff on the ground that we had no idea how to how to deal with. Uh, but, uh, but yeah, otherwise, everything's good, man. Uh, just not fishing, uh, working, and doing all those fun things. Um, yeah, man. So I saw, I was looking at your book here, uh, or not your book, but you're in a book called America's Favorite Flies. Right. Saw a little, saw a little taste of your favorite fly, old uh, Ron Ratliff, a uh, friend of ours uh, down in Louisiana, the Swamp Rat. <laughs> That's a great fly, man. <laughs> so I, I read a little bit of that. So that thing, it looks like just a big like gurgler to me with a tail. But uh, so it works pretty good up there in Alaska. Oh, it works. Uh, yeah, I mean it's um, it's kind of become my go-to fly, uh, particularly for rainbows and, and Dolly Varden. Um, but every, anything will hit it. Um, I've had salmon come up and hit it. Um, I think when it's in the water, you know, all that bunny fur underneath has expanded. It, it must look like a vole or a mouse or something. That's cool. um, but super easy to tie, indestructible. Um, yeah, it's 
the great pattern. Okay, um, so I got I've got a couple questions for you. I, I grew up in the mountains and, and I used to be around snow a lot, but it's been a long time. I've been down down here in uh, the coast for a bit. Um, so you obviously spend a lot of time buried in snow. That's kind of like your your thing up there. So what do you what what's a normal day in the life of Bob when it's you know white and gray and I've always wondered this. Yeah, like what what what's your day look like when it's just because it's really hard to get motivated to do anything when it looks like that outside. At least wise yeah. for a southerner. No, it is. It is really hard. Um, <laughs> so what's what's my life like? Um, well, it depends. If it's a school day and our fourteen-year-old daughter um, is uh, going to catch the bus at about ten to six. Um, that means that uh, we're up or ten to seven. We're wait, 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 ten, wait. Ten to six. Where do you live, Bob? <laughs> <laughs> no, it's ten to seven. It just feels like it's ten to six. <laughs> but we're up. I'm up at about five thirty and making breakfast and Jeez. you know doing all the the domestic stuff, uh, washing dishes from the night before and feeding the dog and and uh, make breakfast for Tommy and then we walk up to the corner about. About ten to seven, and she catches her bus. So I'm back home and wide awake, and you know, caffeinated, and um, had a, a relatively early hour. Um, now today, because it's a holiday, we all slept until about nine. <laughs> yeah, you did. <laughs> Sat around in our pajamas till about ten. <laughs> and then you got into so your underwear and popped that champagne. Hide thing for me. That's well, right. yeah, man. That's I. I just found like we were here, and you know, the snow fell, and everybody, you know, a lot of people got really excited about it. You know, I work in the hospital, so I, I ended up sleeping most of the days. But the few times I did have time off, you know, I just, you know, I'd get up and I'd start my day, and then I'd look outside and I'd be like, you know what? Fuck it. No, I'm just gonna, I'm gonna put my sweatpants on. I'm gonna stay here. Like I'm not doing anything. I don't. Yeah. I, I have a lot more respect for you Yankees, man. You guys somehow get up and go about your lives with that shit going on outside. I can't do it. I don't mind the snow so much. It's, uh, well, there's nothing more beautiful than, you know, zero degrees with fresh snow and a blue sky. Um, and, uh, you know, you hear this all the time about the hot or the cold. If it's dry, it's not a big deal. But um, I'm, yeah, I'd rather have it zero or ten below in, in high pressure than have it, you know, be 25 and and humid. I, I've never been colder than where I grew up in St. Louis. Um, you know, winter there would be 25, 30 degrees and just humid and, and just bone chilling. Oh, that, that's like a, a nice cold blanket wrapped around mm. you all, all day long. Exactly. Yeah, like a big wet blanket. Well, Bob, this is this is Tucker Mabry. You would have absolutely no way of knowing uh, who I am. Just just a friend of the uh, of the show of, of Mike and Paul. But uh, my, what part of Minnesota do you live in? Um, Tucker, we live uh, kind of on the eastern side of the state, which is a border with Wisconsin. The Saint Croix River uh, divides the, the two states here. Oh, okay. And uh, we we live on the Minnesota side of the river. I got gotcha. you. Um, so I can look across the river, Wisconsin. Nice, very nice. My my wife is from the the uh, Minneapolis area, Chanhassen. Um, oh, okay, sure. And uh, I was just up there in November in Laverne, which is on the exact opposite side of the state from you. Uh, yep. I don't know if you know where that is, but spending spending through Laverne, heading up South Dakota pheasant. Oh well, then uh, her gran- her grandparents have some acreage out there. They're you know of course out there. You're, you're farmers, so. Uh, we were out there at the the farmhouse and just hanging out with grandma and grandpa there in their mid 80s. So stayed up. Uh, <laughs> that actually sounds kind of fun. 
It really, it, well, it really was. He just playing cards. Uh, Grandpa loves gambling and playing cards. So, I mean, literally, he would have stayed up all night long, just just playing cards and and oh, but dear God, he hates to lose. Hates to lose. Uh, That's cool. Well, tell us tell us a little bit about. Uh, I mean, you are you uh, able to go out and and break up some ice and and catch some fish or? <laughs> Are you are you dealing with the uh, the frozen up guides? You know, actually, um, so our our uh, fly fishing catch and release season opens on. Um, let's see, it, it was uh, in Wisconsin. It was January fifth or sixth or something like that, and uh, and we went out um, that Sunday. It was really cold on Saturday, but we went out Sunday and um, and uh, fished. Uh, the Rush River and a couple of little creeks, um, but if it, you, you almost have to find a spring creek because the uh, rivers will freeze freeze over. It'll be, <laughs> it'll be just a little channel of open water out in the middle of the stream, um, and it's kind of tough to cast because you you can't walk out on that shelf ice because it'll it'll fall you'll fall through eventually somewhere, and, uh, and then you're screwed. So. Mm-hmm. Literal yeah, third ring of hell. I saw to your guys um, on every five or six casts, and um, uh, but we had a day last week. Uh, Jake, my son, and I got out fished a little spring creek, um, and uh, we saw some fish. We didn't catch any. I don't, it was a real. It was about forty degrees and sunny, and I think they were just. I think they were just up under the bank hiding. We didn't see much. But oh gosh, how did you? How did you survive that heat wave? Forty degrees. <laughs> My Man. God, you must have had the shorts out and the frisbee, and I mean, you wouldn't believe what people in Minnesota will do for forty on a forty degree day this time of year. I mean, it'll be it's like, like three, break. It'll be like three inches of ground, three inches of snow on the ground. You'll be like, I can still find my golf ball. Hang on a second. I just use one of the like what, use one of the pink or yellow ones. It'd be good. Exactly. Yeah, people up here get kind of get kind of cabin fever up this time of year and start looking for. Uh, We'll go up to the North Shore in a month or two and, and uh, dip net smelt. Um, and uh, it's it's crazy. About every year, one or two guys gets washed out in the Lake Superior. <laughs> oh, smelt run. Oh, that's... I got gotcha. you. What's was, a smelt? I don't yeah, know. Yeah, you tell, tell, like Mike, tell Mike what a, salmon, what a smelt is. I have he's, no he's idea. familiar. Oh, smelt is just, a, it's just like a little kind of a herring-looking fish, freshwater, um... Oh gosh, like a large sardine or a small herring, and uh, they run up into the uh, into the tributaries to spawn in the springtime, and uh, and you basically just stand there with a long handled dip net, and you just um, see here we call that poaching. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, I guess they got more than they need, but most most of them get you. They'll be uh, fried. Oh, okay. Or, uh, or pickled or whatever. I they think I see those like I around. He said tickled. I, 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 <laughs> <laughs> gotta tickle the smelts. <laughs> <laughs> Paul said you thought he thought you said tickled, not pickled. So oh, he, we tickle them. We tickle them before we smoke. Oh, that's good. That's good. That's at least at least they get some enjoyment before they're dead. Or torch. Long winter. Or or <laughs> you got to get your kicks any way you can, I guess. Uh, that's right. <laughs> Well, well, Bob. What kind of uh, any any uh, pieces of art you're working on right now? Any anything special that you're uh, you're putting together? Yeah, I got a real nice piece um, on the easel right now. It's a um, Mahatan uh, cutthroat. Um, Girak and Girak and I, when um, 
fly rod and rail explosives store, we ended up, uh, we landed at Trout, um, you know, the, the membership publication for Trout Unlimited. And um, so we were able to keep the band together. And, um, yeah, he's still writing the column. I'm still painting for it. And uh, it's just in a different magazine. Oh, did but he's got a story so- about Pyramid Lake. And so this a the hunting cutthroats are awful pretty so and i've never painted one so it's kind of fun so the fly rod and reel uh side of that whole project is not happening anymore no uh they shut gosh how could you shut that down i I mean last last summer sometime um like what what goes into that decision we want to get rid of one page in the magazine because we're just i mean how does that happen oh the the whole magazine closed oh i did not know about that Well, I noticed when it was starting to get to, like, 15 pages, you could tell how thin it kept getting, you know? Yeah, you know, it's just, it must be just really hard for print these days. I don't know. Um, Yeah. But, um, you know, uh, so they closed, and, I mean, that that was sort of an iconic um, magazine in the industry, I I thought. So it was really, felt kind of weird to have them close their doors. And, uh, and, you know, and then John and I were like, well, what do we do now? (laughs) So we, we threw a bunch of stuff around, and um, uh, John approached uh, Kirk Dieter at, at Trout, and we, that's where we landed. So well, really it, happy to be there. Well, that's good. And with that painting in mind, uh, we, we kind of introed you, but obviously Bob White is here with us, well-known artiste, and just no one ever talks about his magicianship. You're a side magi- magician. But on the, on the, on the side of art, when are you going to finally release that that nude series of uh, like Lefty Stew and uh, Flip Palette that you, that you have and you sent me pictures of? Well, I'm, um, I've, I got, I've got to get just the right shade of pink, and I'm having a hard time with that sort of that sort of pinkish brown. You know, yeah. that, you know that color, Paul. I do, I do. <laughs> yeah, it works on a lot of different body parts. Yeah, yeah. yeah. One specifically. Oh, we call it taint, taint pink. Yeah. <laughs> well, uh, well, I miss you, buddy. I know that we've missed each other last uh, summer. We had two solid uh, trips the couple years before that, but I hope you're doing okay without me because I'm sure struggling without you. Oh, man, you got to get up. You got to, you know, I mean, I went south last time to see you. you That's true. That's a good point. I mean, yeah, maybe you'll mic. Chase, chase some smallies and some musky. All right. All right, Bob. Um, I promise you, I'll, I'll bring I'll bring Paul north. But uh, the only deal is, what's your warmest month? Is it like September? Warmest month? I'd say it's probably July, and that's one of the best times to chase smallmouth. Um, is uh, I think the hotter the better. But it can get pretty pretty darn hot up here. It'll get up. You know, we'll have temperatures above one hundred, and. Um, and high humidity, nothing like you guys are used to down there, but um, you know, plenty, plenty sticky. All right, we'll, we'll we'll have to we'll have to fire up the old flood tide van, and, and me and Paul drive up there and uh, and do some fishing with you. But I'm definitely making sure it's in July ish. I'll deal with a hundred. Mm-hmm. I could do hundred all day. Hundred ain't nothing. Yeah, July and August. In that part of the country. Yeah. Uh, you, you'd feel right at home up there. Good man. Well, good. Hey, Bob. Um, we really appreciate you calling in, or us calling you, or letting us call you. I don't know how that really works, but sorry uh, about how uh, just <laughs> JV this was. Yeah, and, and sorry, yeah, sorry about us passing you around like a you know like a prom queen here at the uh, at the table. But uh, <laughs> he doesn't mind. <laughs> but, but yeah, we we do what we can here. 
And and um, by the way, just so you know, Paul and I wrote you an intro song for this segment. Um, you didn't get to hear it, obviously, because technology and stuff. So uh, so make sure you listen to this when it posts up, uh, because I, I want you to. Oh, probably a couple of hours after we finish it tonight. It's usually pretty quick. You'll see it. I'll put, send you a link. So, uh, but we really appreciate it, uh, and and we look forward to hopefully seeing you. And, and you know, by all means, come south again. We've got plenty of boats for you here. Uh, plenty of places for you to stay. We'll we'll put you on some redfish or something like that. That'd be a ball. I'd, I'd really enjoy that. All right, buddy. Thanks, Bobby. Bye, hey, wide, everyone. Yeah, you bet. See you guys. Thanks, see you, bud. Thanks for the call. Talk stay warm, you. Bobby. Take Bye. care, Bob. <laughs> The fabulous Bob White. Nice fella. What do you think it's short for? Like Bobble? Bob Bobber Ro- Rosso? It's usually short for Robert, but it could be something really exotic. You never know. I don't think so. It's more like a Bobber Rosso. Bobolito. Bobolito. <laughs> <laughs> let's go ahead and take a break, and uh, we'll come back with some more fun stuff. Uh-huh. Yeah, let's do that. All right. Does that Woo. work for you guys? We'll get another ad for, oh, some ice cream. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we got an ice cream ad. <laughs> Do you have desires? Do you crave something sweet? Now from Secrets Frozen Bakery, we give you Golden Gay Time, a delicious, tasty, frozen concoction of ice cream coated with brown fudge and crushed nuts. Golden Gay Time, four delicious chances to have a gay time. 400 milliliters, 12 pieces in each box. Golden gay time. Four delicious chances to have a gay time. Crunchy ice cream treat brought to you by. They sure work hard, don't they, Bonnie? Yeah. I hate to see them work so hard. Yeah, me too. Um, let's go around back where we can't see them. Gee, we ought to do something, Fred. Okay. How's about taking a nap? I got a better idea. Let's take a Winston break. That's it. Winston is the one filter cigarette that delivers flavor 20 times a pack. Winston's got that filter blend. Yeah, Fred. Filter blend makes the big taste difference, and only Winston has it up front where it counts. Here, ahead of the pure white filter. Winston packs rich tobaccos specially selected and specially processed for good flavor in filter smoking. Yeah, Barney, Winston tastes good like a cigarette chug. The Flintstones has been brought to you by Winston, America's best-selling, best-tasting filter cigarette. Winston tastes good like a cigarette chug.
bed Sweaty head Not much I can do I'm all alone Quarantine I fucking got that old flow done that there what? we'll throw out some some cranberries at the end though yeah well i'm just saying like yeah the, the cranberries lead singer lady she died yeah it's sad yeah but she uh, did? yeah she I passed away that. she's only 46 years old that's why i didn't read the cocaine will do that <laughs> the cocaine i have no idea if it was cocaine i just i didn't read the article i just know she said it earlier was cocaine you come out you think I, you know everything i didn't say a damn thing about it. i did say it would be really weird if she became a zombie Oh, yeah, after that whole song that, about zombie, zombie. Yeah. If zombies became real and she was a zombie, then that'd be a little bit ironic, don't you think? <laughs> <laughs> we could just keep going like <laughs> artist to artist here. Wow, yeah. that would be that would be fun. That'd be, ne- uh, next ter- it is terrible though. I don't know this background or anything, but yeah. Hey, do y'all remember this song? Let me tell me where this is from. I'm about to play it. Let me turn the volume up a little bit. I have no idea. It's only been a week. <laughs> Y'all don't remember this? Does it even, no. does it even strike a bell? No, no, it's not, no not at all. Remember the Geico commercials with the caveman and he was like going through the airport? <laughs> <laughs> That's literally why I got this song. It's like, he was on that like little thing that just... Yeah. Well, it's like the escalator, yeah. but the flat one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 The moving walkway. And he goes by the sign that says even a caveman can do it. That was the deal. Anyway, you get the idea. Alright, alright. So, what we're doing now is, uh, if you guys have listened for any length of time, we, we like to prank call fly shops occasionally. I don't think we've ever done this one. It's I don't, yeah, we're gonna, local. We're going to prank call our local uh, fly shop, the Low Country Fly Shop. Tucker's going to do the honors here. And we're going to just see how this goes. Uh, 
You're going to give him a little phone call. See, they have caller ID, so we're using Tucker. We're, maybe they know. If it's Scotty there, he'd probably know you. Well, Scott, well if, it, if, Scott, uh, if yeah, it's if Scott. Well, yeah, there. like if Scott. Well, uh, well if, <laughs> is he there or is he there? If, if Eli's there, he, he might, but it might come up. I think it comes up as Richard, since Richard's my first name. Oh, even. Oh, yeah. I think so, he might be a little incognito. Uh, a little bit. A little bit. So, all right, let's we'll, see, let's we'll, see how it goes. All right, we'll, we'll give it a all shot. Right, kill the house music. Speakerphone. Yep. <laughs> hey, this is Richard Mabry. I, I'm, I'm having a little bit of trouble here. I've just recently gotten to uh, uh, fly tying and trying to tie this fly. I don't know what it's called. I got one from y'all's shop uh, a while back. It's this big, it's big black, lot of lot of feathers coming out the back of it. Big, big uh, round eyes on the front. I don't remember what you call those. Um, is it like is it on a big hook? Yeah, yeah, big like you know, like a tarpon fly. Like it, it's, it's is, is it like a deceiver? Uh, I don't know what that is, man. Oh, oh, it has like the big has like it has like kind of a brownish green head. Well, I mean, the one that I that I got from you guys is just straight black. I mean, it it's like, I mean, I don't know, like there's there's a lot of feathers coming out the back, and uh-huh. and there's like a tiny bit. I mean, it's all black, just all black, and you got just a couple little strands of like flashy stuff, and then then like something's twisted around like the 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 middle part of the hook. You know what I'm talking about. I'm, I'm, how long? How long is it? It's like, it's like, uh, I don't know, maybe maybe seven or eight inches, maybe a little bit more. I mean, kind of looks like a like a big black dildo. <laughs> really, I mean, it, it, I don't know if that's the name of the fly or what. I mean, it could be. And the feathers are all black. Yeah, it's all black, straight black. Well, no, I don't. I mean, no, they're they're like they're they're like beady eyes. Like they're not like not like the googly eyes that that you know you like. Yeah. Put on like. Is it like bead chain? Yeah, 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 yeah. That's what it's called. That's what it's called. Bead chain. I couldn't remember that. I couldn't. I just. I'm sorry, man. I just got started doing this, and I'm, yeah. I mean. Like so, so I've got. But you, you know which fly I'm talking about now. You know the one. It's got. Not. What's the? Do you know the body? Is it? Is there something like wrapped around the body? Yeah. 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 It's like it's it's a it's like looks like another type of of feather. I don't know if it's like, I don't know, ostrich or I I don't I don't know I don't know what the type of birds are that that you get feathers from. Is it like? It's a it's a feather that was wrapped around. Yeah, so it's got a bunch of long black feathers on the back, and then it's got like a, a, a another feather-like thing that's wrapped around like the the middle part of it, like the body of it, and then the, those uh, what kind of eyes do you call them again? Bead chain. Bead chain. That's right. That's right. Um, those were those are up in the front, and the, I mean it's long, like seven, eight, maybe nine inches long. And yeah. I, I got it for for tarpon. I don't I don't know. I think I think that's called a 
tarpon snake. But I'm gonna look it up real quick. Okay. Um. Yeah, just give me give me a second. Yeah, sure, sure. Okay, alright, give me just a second. Yeah, look up tarpon snake fly. Just like snake, like the regular snake? Like, like yeah. the long, okay, alright. I didn't yeah, know if it might be like, okay. Snake fly. Okay. Yes, that's it. That That's that's the one. Okay, cool. Now, how do you tie it? Because um, I, I got, I got all the stuff from from you guys and and I got uh, you know I, like I've got a really good memory so like I know what it looks like in my, in my mind's eye but uh... alright so I'm going to tell you how to tie it and then there also there, there'll be videos on how to tie that too okay well I mean I just I, I mean I know you guys are like you know the local experts and everything so I mean, I just kind yeah. of figured that, you know, I don't want to get some, you know, wacko on the internet. To... Yeah, it's, it's like, pretty easy to tie. Um, so... Dennis, Randy! Mom, shut up! I'm on the phone! Well, come in here! It's time to eat! Hey, sorry, man. Um... Tell you what, I'll, I'll give you a call back tomorrow. I'm gonna try. Tell you what, I'm gonna tie one up as best I can. I'm gonna bring it in. You gonna be there tomorrow? Yeah. Um, I won't be, but someone else will be. Where in. are you? Now, Mom, just a second. So, all right, all right. Well, I'll I'll just see you later on this week. All right. All right. All right. Thanks, man. Have a good one. Yeah. Bye. bye. <laughs> <laughs> I think he knows. Something. Uh, he was, uh, <laughs> Uh, He's like, uh, I'm gonna tell you how to tie it, but there's totally videos. On it. <laughs> I mean, if we could, like, we could have gone on another ten minutes with him, just like, now, nah, what do you mean you get the the thread? Like, nah, that would be amazing. Like, clockwise or counterclockwise? Am I rolling away? Clockwise or clockwise? Well, from whose perspective? <laughs> Mine that, or the flies? That's the next prank, dude. Calling a shop and having them teach you to tie a lever <laughs> on the phone, dude. I would be like. Fuck you! No <laughs> way! That, no way! That guy had a lot of patience. He was yeah. He was yeah definitely, that was, he sounded, I think that was Sam. He sounded young. I think it's Sam. Yeah, he was being nice. He was being nice in his uh, head. You could hear the fuck you in his voice, but uh, he, he was being nice like, about um, it. Um, <laughs> that was good. I enjoyed that. I enjoyed every second not, of it. I, we uh, can call him back and be like, "Hey, man, I made a modification to that tarpon snake. I call it the big black dildo." <laughs> black snake moan. Yeah, uh, that's funny. That was good. Well, we never got around to winter fishing. I guess we can talk about it now, though. Yeah, it sucks. It's, it uh, really sucks. Well, I just mean in general. Like, I mean, yeah, of course around here, but like. Why does why do you want to go out when it's forty degrees, I, and then you get a boat wind, going 25, 30 mile per hour, and then next thing you know it feels like it's ten degrees on you. Well, and you know back in, and I think this is this is a good topic, and, and it's a good topic because I think it shows aging a little bit because back in the day, I mean, I, I, you in, in your yeah. younger days you were in trout. You just country. wanted to fish. Yeah, you were yeah. in trout country, so I'm sure you waded through snow banks and shit to try to get to any open water. If it you was could. thirty five degrees or above, I'd go. Yeah. 
And then, you know, when I was living here, you know, for a lot of the early years I was here, I didn't have a boat. So if, if one of the guides at the shop or something wanted to go fishing, you know, I was in. You know, I didn't give a crap. I'd bundle up and everything I owned and go out. And, you know, I know Tucker's got pictures of him in, like, full, you know, duck hunting, waders and gear, you know, catching redfish. And I've, I've fished with, with, with some of the guides here where we've had to chip ice off the front of the boat, you know, to get out in the morning so you didn't slip and bust your ass while you were trying to fish. And, you know, but I'm older now, and uh, and I'm not that mad at redfish anymore. Like, I really don't need to go. I mean, that's really what it was. I feel like when I was younger, I was mad at them or something. Like, I was going to chase those assholes into the ground from every angle at any time. And I, I'm not like that anymore. I just don't. I'm not angry at them. Like, I literally I mean, enjoy I, catching them. I'll go if it's a nice day and I got nothing nice going day. on. If it's a nice day, a little on the warmer side, and not windy. Yeah. I then, think, I think then, 45 degrees is maybe my starting point, possibly. Yeah. And yeah. Because that means maybe. it might end up getting Even that's, 55. Even that's, that's cold on the water. It's cold. <laughs> that's cold on the water. Well, you Lawson gotta, went yesterday. Be. Yeah, well, that's what I'm saying. Lawson went, and you know, I, know, I have a few friends that are going, but most of the guys I, I see that are going are like Lawson, they're guides, and, and they're trying to make money throughout the winter. And there is good fishing to be had. You can go out and oh, find schools yeah. to fish and catch a lot of fish, and it's... You know, our water clears up this time of year, so it's a completely different style of fishing. You're, it's more like bone fishing, really. I mean, you're looking at schools of fishing, really clear water. But the fish are so cold and so lethargic. Like, they'll eat, oh. but then it's like a wet dish rag. You're just no, dragging I've a got, wet rag I've, to the boat. I've got it. Okay, so this is this is the height of, of winter fishing. This is the best winter fishing story that I've, I've got. I was out with John Irwin. This was back in the, the shop days. And... Uh, we, I'm, he's on the pole. I'm, I'm casting a fly at these fish, and they just—they're just not—they're just not, not even spooking. Like you—you you can pull a. They boat don't have right the here. energy to spook. Yeah, so they're just laying there. We're like, okay, well, we're gonna switch some flies to artificial, like some gulp or something, just to see if the smell will get them to eat something. Still wouldn't eat it. So he—he he finds this. We found this dead mullet, floating. We go and scoop it up with the net, cut it up, throw it out, and we watch this gigantic redfish, like 30 inches. Come up, and we're like, oh, he's going to eat, he's going to eat it. He laid down on top of it. <laughs> <laughs> and I just looked at John, and he just, he's just like, man, let's go home. Like, we're Golly. done. Well, I mean, similar story, but completely different results. Me and John Irwin again, who, you know, back in the early days, he called me up and said, Mike, you know, let's go out and hit the water. And I was like, all right, cool. And this is back when I was doing a little Mac. riding. And we both had the day off, and he was like, let's just go fish around, man. It was February. It was cold as hell. We got on the boat. There's a little frost all over the boat, that kind of thing. We go out. First place we stop, there's a school of fish. I see them, and I'm like, all right. I lay a cast out. One eats. And, I mean, it's like, you know, it, they swim up to it, literally just open their mouth and then, like, close their mouth in slow motion. And, you know, you drag it to the boat. We ended up catching 28 that day. But we got to, like, the end, and we were still on a school of fish. Like, I mean, we were just taking turns. I'd catch one. He'd catch one back and forth and whatnot. And we got to the point, we just, this went on for a couple hours, and we caught, you know, 28. We caught a bunch of fish. And then at one point, me and John just looked at each other. I was like, he's like, dude, he's on the bow. He just caught a fish. He's like, you good? I'm like, yeah, let's just go home. Like, this is, <laughs> like, we could have stayed there and caught fish until we were tired. You know, it's just not fun, man. We're, we're, we're deliberating yeah, yeah. here. But, anyway, so, yeah, but we just, like, uh, I don't know, man. For me... Wintertime fishing is not that exciting. It's not, you know, it is cool to its own degree. And, and eventually you hit cabin fever to the point where you're going to go fishing. Like, it doesn't yeah. matter. You're going to get in the boat. You're going to go. But, well, man, if I had my choice, like, wintertime is on the very bottom of my list of things I want to do. Like, I'd rather, I'd literally rather stay at home, 
crack open a beer and tie flies than I would put my boat in the water and go deal with trying that, to fish in the wintertime. This is the time of year where I start dreaming about crystal clear water, <laughs> bonefish, tarpon. Yeah. Th- this is when I want to go travel somewhere. Go yeah, head man. down to somewhere in the Bahamas. Yeah, I mean, yeah, the Bahamas, anywhere, South Florida, you name it, man. I mean, you got great fishing this time of year. I mean, it's just you got to deal with the wind, but... Well, that's yeah, that's the thing. It's the wind, but uh, Lawson's coming here with all these hand signals. I'm I know, like, man. What? We got like Lawson walking. It's distracting. I'm sorry, we got a little disjointed there, folks. It's so Lawson's you're looking fault. for a gray hat? A gray hat. Like a, a fly. there was a don't tread on me trucker in here earlier. I put it back on the rack. Generally missing gray gray hat for spring. Remember, we sent it to the guy in the Bahamas, didn't we? I think yes. Yes. I think you're right on that one. All right, now that we're uh, now that we're, we're caught up, Lawson screwed up the show. That's it. Screwed. We're, All right, we're done. We're done. Show's ruined. Yeah. Thanks, Lawson. Jesus. Way to, way to go, guy. I'm just glad I could join for a second. <laughs> so. He's been back there marketing the shit out of stuff. <laughs> <laughs> He's upset with his early morning news today. Some weird equation I'll, on Instagram. I was back there working. Mm. Mm. So, uh, yeah, winter fishing. I don't like uh, unfreezing the guides when the water's frozen. Yeah, Bob was like, talking about chipping guides. That's no. brutal. Oh, I've done no. that. I've done that. So I took my brother, my my older brother, uh, who's not the the brightest of fishermen, um, <laughs> fly fishing on the Watauga River in North Carolina back before it became private. Man, I fish and, there, man. I, I, I fish there. You know what I'm talking about? Oh, dude, I've been there. You've been there. Dude, it's so we've, pretty. We've all been there. I think before. he's lying. I think he's lying, too. <laughs> so my brother, like we drove separately. Like I guess I don't remember where he was coming from, but he and I'm I'm in like camo jacket and you know whatever when I when I'm normally trout fishing. He shows up in yep. this bright yellow parka. Nice. I'm like, dude, they're not gonna think you're the sun. <laughs> like it's not. This is not gonna no. work out <laughs> well. But it was it was literally like after a while, just I couldn't get. I'm casting as hard as I can, hauling as hard as I can. I can't get any line out. All the all the guides are frozen. Every single so you had to like flick the ice out of them, just like Bob was saying. Like every five or six casts, you know. Just I just put them in the water and that usually melts it. But I hate I hate even having to do that. Really well, cool. I feel like I feel like the the ice and the guides. The this time of year, we're, we're going to get to social media. I think in the next segment, but I think this time of year in social media, the guy the iced up guides pictures. It's kind of like the uh, the fall pictures of all the white chicks, you know, with their pumpkin spice lattes and their yeah. Ugg boots. Yeah, like you know, like that's that's the equivalent to trout fishermen. So let's go like ahead every and go trout into fisherman yeah. this time of year puts up the ice and the guides picture. It's, it's like we get it. It's, it's, all, it's also like the uh, I here's a picture of my boat because I didn't catch anything. You know, like here's a picture of the ice and my guides because I didn't catch anything. <laughs> Yeah, it's it's definitely ubiquitous. It's like a badge of honor for him. It's like, look here, I'm fishing, and it's ice. Uh, it just means you're dumb. Like, why did you go out there? <laughs> so are we are we in social media now of fishing? We can Is do that. that where we, we can going? go there. We don't have to take breaks. We can do whatever we want, Paul. Yeah. It's our show. Yeah. Well, I don't really have a specific thing, but a lot of it's just fucking annoying. <laughs> so I have a I have a, a just a, a comment on on social media, particularly Instagram. Who's taking half of these pictures? That's the thing. It's the people that it's their account, but it's always them in the picture. That's right. Who like the, I, who is taking these pictures? I don't think I hardly even have a picture of me in my Instagram. 
I don't. I unless do. a body part, like maybe my hand or yeah. my leg, but no, not me personally. No. To be fair, all of the pictures I use to Photoshop th- you holding various things are from your Instagram. <laughs> <so>. <laughs> like three of them? <laughs> yeah. yeah. He's the mean, same but, three. But, yeah. but most of these are not even group pictures where it's like, okay, we got some stranger to hold the camera. It's. You know, in a pose, they're yeah, like in they're, a pose. They're in a pose. Well, but they're packing real cameras and they're they're doing photo ops with all their pictures, all their fish, and then they go home, they put them in a computer program, they edit them, and then they upload them. Like, it's a process. I mean, it's a whole. It depends on who you're looking at. That's you, just that. That seems. But if so you're a fishing guide, I don't know that every like eight out of ten pictures of your fishing guide Instagram should be of you. Sitting on a boat, like posing. Mm-mm. No, it no. better be your clients catching fish. Yes, exactly. I mean, holding fish, catching fish, fish jumping, everybody having a good time. Yeah, you know, you want to have a picture of the sunrise, sunset, cool. And while we're at it, like I, I, I'm, I'm starting to unfriend or unfollow people on Instagram. I so it's not really friends. Yeah. And the reason being is, is the you know the little, the little videos on the top. You know, when you're on Instagram, you have the little videos. The I love stories. those. Like, I, I'm all about the little yeah, stories. I'm fine with that. Yeah. But here's the deal. Okay. I hate when I click on my little stories and it automatically runs you through all of your people that have stories, right? Yeah. And you get to that one person, whether it's a company or a, a, a social media. Now fly fishing has social media companies. That's what they do. They're fly fishing media uh, or yeah. whatever. That run, manage their... And you look and the, you know, they have the little bars. Like if I click, if it goes to your name and you have three like fairly wide space bars that are pictures of what you did or what you're doing, that's fine. But when you go there and it looks like dash mark, like they look like little period marks because you like have little, 19 or 20 little fucking... You mean the little slideshow thing of pictures? No, no, no. They're the ones that are the videos. There, there's so many different What's, videos. Uh, and there's like yeah. 20 just under your name. I'm I Chapters. Up, different chapters. I, you're not... I no longer follow you. Like, I, I have no time in my life to sit there and look at 13 or 14 <laughs> of your pictures. That, that's too many, man. Like five, six max. I will say because what, like, what I do for flood tide is like social media half the time i think a lot of it is very you know just it depends on the person and what you're doing like if you're a business like with flood tide we did those for christmas you know, but yeah. that was the whole thing but it's a, and it's entertaining it's a, you know yeah, it's but like the a thing is like the person is like we caught a fish and we caught another fish and now i'm washing the boat it's like i don't really give a f- oh, no, i really hate when like so the way you progress like i'm, I'm a right-handed person so i imagine most people are right-handed so I hold my phone in my right hand, and the way that you progress through your pictures is you click on the side, the right click side, the right. and it goes yeah. to the next one. Yeah. I hate when people strategically put their links right where they know you're oh, going to put know. your thumb, yeah. and then you accidentally link to something. You're like, God oh, I never, damn it, I, I was trying realized. to skip this. I wasn't trying to actually hit. They always put them I on the right. I never realized people do that on purpose. They always put them on the right side and along the edge so that you're going to hit it by accident. I, and I ladies know and do. gentlemen, this I, is my, why he is known as Mad Mike. <laughs> It's so See, angry. I'll tell you another thing too is like, <laughs> if you're, we were on the guide subject, and it's like if you're if you're posting photos of your clients or like people you know catching it, yeah, that's great. But like the person that puts a million photos of them catching just the same redfish over and over, oh, gets yeah. so old. And like mm. the same thing too is like I don't want to see the new post thing. The new uh, story in the story. I don't need no, dude. Go or I hate the go see my new post. That's not no. I don't. That's no. not what it's for. 
It, it might be. I don't know. I just and don't want to do it. We know plenty people that do it. Like if someone was in here that does it, I'd give them shit about it. Yeah, I mean, it's, it's, it's just, horrible. You know. You're a horrible person. Don't do it anymore. A like, horrible person. <laughs> now go home. <laughs> Social media knowledge, though, for all you people that hashtag. <laughs> Which in, I have none. For all you people that hashtag in your comments, that doesn't work anymore. So quit doing it. Comment hashtags yeah. don't work anymore? Don't work anymore. Where are you supposed to hashtag? In the original post. What do you mean? What? Oh, you mean like if you like, hashtag like, like somebody you comments can't, you on can't your do a separate oh so that oh. one link well I okay. thought you meant like in like when I comment on one of my own photos like that no, hashtag go over, work, so go only over the changes that you discovered today uh, oh yeah so this today is, was a big social media day shout for out Boston. to uh, to Alexandra Clint McNeil's girlfriend she found the article first too about it oh, okay uh, Instagram kind of hides all of their updates now and like help sections and stuff so the new one is that uh. No matter what post you make on Instagram, it only shows it to 10% of the nine or 10% of all your followers. And then if enough people like it, then it will show it to the rest of the 90%. So it's like Facebook now, where they so like what's the point? What's the point of that? Because the now they can charge for exposure. Facebook did the same thing to where they don't show it to all your friends. Now you want to boost a post yeah. if you're going to do something. So now Instagram can come back to you and be like, "Hey, so people like this. If you'd like to pay us ten dollars, we'll boost it to the rest of these ten thousand people or whatever." So is that to like get money off of the like no, the Instagram? It's it's for all the people. Well, sort of. I mean, there's multiple different reasons. A lot of it's like to stop the bots and stuff. A lot of it's for the people that you see that have like seventy-five thousand followers, and yeah. then it, and then they get that like, they bought, that they and purchased. then they get like three hundred likes on a photo, and it's obvious that a lot of them are ghost followers. Uh, yeah. What that's doing is, if it shows it to a whole bunch of the ghost followers, and they only end up getting like a hundred likes, then it just never shows it to the ninety other percent. Because of I know, aren't there people yeah. that like make money? Off of like how many followers they have, yeah, you know, like with different companies pay them. Well, like, they use that as a stat, yeah. exactly. Well, and they're supposedly doing now where if you use the same hashtag repeatedly on each photo you say, so like we use Flood Tide Co. or like Good Clean Living, yeah, it's saying that it'll, it, there's a possibility it'll mark you as spam. So if oh. all of a sudden the Flood Tide Co. account is just like gone, that's why. Because you know. I put good clean living on pretty much all mine. Just yeah, same you know, here. Support y'all well, I'm sure they use some sort of ability to see that a lot of people are using it, so maybe it's not spam. And yeah, no offense, no offense to Flood Tide Coke at all, but I doubt you guys are going to be hitting the numbers of what they're like, looking y'all, for. Y'all don't, yeah. y'all don't they're looking for millions. They're looking they're for not, the, the literal spam. Yeah, they're yeah. looking for literal millions of... of yeah. yeah but, not I mean, there, are plenty, there are plenty of people that like they model certain clothes or... Workout. I mean, I, I look at a lot but of the, this stuff, yeah. which I hate when the you see when you see like they that. write four words of, of in, you know, like information about whatever photo they're in, and, and then, then it's, it's like a page and a half of hashtags tags, yeah. and, yeah. and ats for all what the gear. Say. That drives me nuts. Well, I really yo, hate that. Ten percent thing will affect like Flood Tide Co. And mm-hmm. I mean, even my even like my personal posts because the only main reason for like the my Instagram is I actually get a lot of young people, you know, on. As clients for trips, yeah, I get a lot of younger people. Like half the people I take out, I'm like, so where'd y'all find me? They're like Instagram. Well, I'm and like, even cool. like yeah. even young people so look I mean, like their dad might be paying for it, but they're like, hey, dad, yeah. I found this guy in Charleston. Yeah, you know exactly. So what? Because that's, that's what I'm saying. The, the whole in, the whole Instagram a bit debate, not like the woman posing in her, you know, whatever yeah, yoga pants or whatever it is, her bikini. It's like, yeah, get out of here. But the it is kind of a double-edged sword. It really is. Like you can't you can't strike one thing down without affecting something yeah. else. You know. And can and I have a quick thought? Real quick? Go. Yeah. We're gonna come back to this. No, I just can't fine. stop thinking about Bob White and his underwear during a campaign. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, let's go. That back. would make an amazing Instagram. Instagram. That would be a great. Instagram. Bob White paint. 
Bob White, again, all right, I'm gonna paint. The, I'm gonna paint the picture for you. Maybe Bob, Bob White, White can paint. The picture. Bob White, I follow Bob White on. <laughs> <laughs> so you got you got Bob White in his studio. He's got a little studio at his house. Bob White in his studio. Here's the picture. Captain Easel in front of him. Snow out in the windows. Right. Mm-hmm. You know, you got that that foggy halo thing going on in the windows. There's, There's a so candle. Much. There's a candle in there. Definitely some too. candles going candles. on. Bob's got his easel, like a Bob Ross style. Uh, what do they call the thing with the paint? The palette. Yeah, mm-hmm. he's got the Bob Ross style palette. Uh-huh. He's got his easel. He's got his. Uh, yes. He's got his. He's got his Canvas. paintbrush out. Yeah. Uh-huh. You know, wand style, like he's Harry Potter or something, getting ready to do something. Yeah. And a pair of whitey tidies, you know, kind of sagging in the back, sagging too. in the back, because he's old a, he's an older fella and he's got well, the old man. They've been, well, you know they've been got, around for a while. He's not Bob White's not old, but he's he's got, he's bound to have old man butt, you know. So he's got the yeah. flat like a frog <laughs> that just stood up. And, he, <laughs> and he's proud. He's a proud. He's a proud man. <laughs> old so, man butt. So he's got so he's got little saggy, you know, slightly stained whitey tidies on and just painting away. Yeah, painting away. So so <laughs> and every now and then he picks up that champagne with one hand. Yeah, yeah, bottle of champagne in the chill. Like, you know, the little yeah. stand-up chiller you get at the hotels, you know, like <laughs> the glass. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So, so Bob, now that Mike <laughs> thinks you have old man butt, here's here's the challenge. You're gonna need to do like a hundred lunges a day. <laughs> and and from now until Tucker's you, a trainer you, here, whenever so you whenever you see Mike. And then as soon as you see Mike, just moon him and be like, how do you like this ass now? Paul, that, that image might have to be your next like, sketchy passage. I gave it to like you. Like a Norman Rockwell yeah. style? Yeah. It's in your brain now. You see what I see. I'm just going to do it. Painting of him drinking champagne in his underwear, dude, it's amazing. But dude, you can do, do it. You can do, you yeah. can do it like like it's a night before Christmas kind of thing. It's just kind of dim, and you know, yeah. the, the, this is I the dimmy glow. I'll sign up. Right. Yes, I'll Dimmy-glow. sign up to pre-order and pay for a copy of this painting. I was about to say, if you sell that, I think Bob White is going to have to get royalties on it because that's just <laughs> probably it's cold-hearted otherwise. So, no, this is this is this is going to be a collaborative painting. Because he's gonna paint, you're gonna be painting the whole scene, but he's painting what's on his on his canvas. So he and you're painting, he has to paint what's on his canvas. It, yeah, it could be so the best. So it's a painting ex- within a painting. I Ooh. thought I'm painting. It could be what's the best exposure canvas. for Bob ever too, because it's like, who doesn't want to know how know their why. artist painted the picture? Yeah. You know. Well, I don't know how he's gonna catch up with all his business now that he's been on the show. Oh, yeah. it's gonna be I wild. Mean, Lawson yeah. gets Jesus, all these man. trips out of this, and Crazy. Bob's going to be selling really, paintings. Yeah, I think I think my first most trips come from Instagram for some reason. Second most is probably barely live. Mm-hmm. Someone's <laughs> Which making is sad. At least someone's <laughs> make, someone's <laughs> making some money off this. At least yeah, I ain't made a dime. I've been here since day one. We just right? drink beer. He gets yeah. fucking trips, and I buy the beer I drink. I got to bring. <laughs> I, I, I but, we th- but we thank you for that, Mike. We thank you. I buy it on sale. Let's That's see what right. this drop is. I don't know if this is. Here, I don't even know what. I just did, did deserve that. Uh, <laughs> well, that was drunk Paul trying to run the All right, show. so we're back to Instagram. Yeah. This is sort of, yeah. Uh, I've, dropped a few, I've dropped a few people out there that used to give me years of entertainment, but it started getting aggravating. One local person here that yeah. we all know about that we did a couple yeah. social I think, media readings well, from. I have something that's not Instagram, but I have something that's, that's relevant, and Paul will remember this. So. Years ago, when me and Paul lived together at the old Ginger Beard house, uh, I put up this social media. It was on Facebook in particular, but I put up a post about a uh, fishing video that I watched. And I won't say the name of it here just because I don't need to relive all this. But I put up, uh, let's call it a negative review for a really big fly fishing video that had come out. It was like a a big Uh, one. And I put out a negative review because, well, it was kind of shitty video. I didn't like it. And I didn't like it for particular reasons. And so I used my voice to say what I didn't like about it. 
And then uh, Paul had commented on it because we were in the same room watching it, me, him, and our friend James, and we had all commented on it, you know. As it, but social media being what it is, it went pretty big, like to the point where I think I got more comments on that than I have anything. I mean, hundreds of comments on this thing. And Paul got called by somebody who, like, had something to do with the video because Paul oh, actually has a boy. name in the industry. Nobody gives a crap what I say about things. But then Paul, I remember, because like, uh, Facebook does that thing where they say, that two, that two years ago or five years ago on this what day. Video yeah, shared this? memories or whatever. I can't. I'm not going to do it again. But it was the shared memories thing. It was, I'll tell you after this. But it was, like, uh, it was like memories, and it was that post. And I went back and I read all the things. I almost oh, sent man. it to you, but oh, I didn't. Wow. And I was like, oh, I forgot how so much. That was you know, five years ago? It was something like that, yeah. And it was like five years ago on this day. And it was The modern day thing is just to delete all of those. Well, you know, I, I didn't hey. delete it. I don't delete shit. Yeah. I say what I say Walk and I mean it. Lane. And I'm, it's there forever. And you I don't just like don't it. get don't on like it. it. But that thing, dude, Paul got like, and then Paul has this, like, halfway down to the comments, Paul has the thing. He's like, if you, don't have any, if you don't like what I say on social media, you could call Whoa. me. Whoa. They're like, you can call me directly and talk to me like a man. Like, Did I really say <laughs> that? Yeah, it was Dude. something like that. So like, someone like got, blasted he, me, tried to somebody blast Somebody called me. you personally and was like, hey, man, you probably shouldn't be talking about that, blah, 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 because this guy and that guy. And it was a whole thing. Like, it started this big shit pile of drama. Have, can I still look at this through? Yeah, I'll pull it I up. Think, it's, it's old, but I, I might be able to find it. I really feel like, like social media serves a really good purpose on one hand, but on the other hand, some people just blow it so far out of proportion, and it's like that needs to be their life. They mistake you know? it for real life. Yeah, that's what happens. Because I mean, ha- people dude. people mistake that screen in front of them as the real existence. Because I mean, it's easy to do when you see other people doing great and awesome, yeah. amazing things. Yeah, it's easy to get down on yourself because you're like, well, what am I doing in my life? Oh, you I forget mean, that's not real life. That motherfucker, no, he doesn't live that kind of life. Co- like, it looks quarter, like it. A quarter of my job, social media. So I'm not gonna like knock down on social media. Like it's great, but. And there's one thing where one person can do something and another person can do the exact same thing, and it can just be so much more annoying just depending <laughs> on who it is. Yeah. You know what I mean? And how you present it. Like, yeah, well, I, exactly. I saw, uh, how, you, how you present it is everything. That's it what really it is. <laughs> it's just stop being a douche. Well, you know? The thing like, is, like, you don't always remember like when you put something up, how you in, how you see it when you put it out there is not how it's always being perceived on the other yeah. end. Well, but that's that's one of the things for for the I guess you know kids in middle school, high school. They see all these you know that you see the highlights. That's all. Yeah, these, it's that's a highlight these, reel. That's right. Yeah. But but these kids they don't know that. No, they don't know. So they think that people like and they they there have actually been some like psychological like st- I want to say studies but observations that. Kids, they think that everybody that's they're literally living this this awesome high life, and every day is you know jumping off of cliffs and running across oceans yeah. and all that kind of stuff. And and I don't know. I mean, you're absolutely right. Social media, especially for marketing yeah. and and for for low cost, no cost marketing. I mean, you can't you can't beat well, I mean, it. Even like, there's tons of personal accounts a little following. Like, I mean, there's yeah. a lot of fishermen well, I like there's following. Some there's some a, just fun. There's a ton of like professional photographers, photographers and stuff that I like following. Chris it. Burkhart, I'll yeah. say his oh, name. Like, it's yeah. an amazing account. He's you don't one follow of my Chris, favorite photographers. But his, yeah, but you absolutely. follow his, and he's got a lot of great photos, and he does live an extraordinarily gifted life. Yeah. But he's like, even through social media, the you know the window of social media, it's a humble, like very like 
you don't feel like he's like, oh, look how awesome I am. He's just doing yeah. his thing, and he's just very lucky to do what he gets to it's do. It's a total proof of how you present it. Like yeah, said, and he, his presentation, at no point, I'm jealous, but at no point do I get annoyed by how awesome his, you know. Whereas you get some people that, that do one or two things, but then they just saturate you with it so much in the face, and it's just, it's raw, the way you present it is so much. And I, he, I don't know how to explain that in words, but it really does make a difference how you present that thing. If you're lucky enough to be one of these people that gets to travel and do all these amazing things, that's awesome. And and I want to follow you. I want to see that. Yeah. I'm not going to get to don't see this. Don't be things. a douche about it. Yeah, but it's it's really thin I mean, line between showing off what you are lucky enough to have and and presenting some false narrative of, of being well, something better than everybody even, around. Yeah, you. there's there's fishermen that I follow that are the same way where it's like. I really enjoy seeing what they're up to. Yeah. And there's other people that I'm like, I can't follow this anymore because <laughs> it's not like what they're up to and like fish they're catching. It's like how many fish I'm catching and yeah. like how amazing is it and like blah, blah, blah. It's like, come on, man. Yeah. That's not what it – you're missing the point if that's what it's about. Yeah, and, and, and those are usually the guys with the 19 fucking little live, you know, whatever story yeah. things and they have all the hashtags and the links and the stupid little arrows and the draw like i can't I, I can't man i don't have that kind of time in my life yeah and if i accidentally click on one of your links you're instantly unfollowed it's like I everything mean, else not, is just not i don't like being white. tricked into being linked to something like if i want to click a link i want to click it but if you position it to where i accidentally click it i'm mad at you instantly like you, stop it you are you are now clickbait if, yeah. it, if exactly. anyone notices, you put, a, you put up a fake, fake yeah. X out. You might as well do a next picture and be like, "You're not going to believe what happened when I put this fly in the water." You know, like you're that guy. Oh, but, dude, do you, have you ever seen those? Are you know they see someone like you know rods bent over and they're fighting it and fighting it, and almost getting pulled in the water, and then they stop it. What do you think it was? <laughs> Son of a bitch! I just wasted forty five. I a want rock? that. I want that forty five seconds back. Yeah, I, I don't know, man. It's just social media is it's a two edged sword. Not all of us are talking about this, and and we all have some of us have positive, and negative things to say. But it's apparent that all of us use it heavily. I mean, we all do, and I mean that's it's part of our lives now. It's just I don't know, man. It's it's very easy to do it wrong. It's not going anywhere. Once, no, it's once not Instagram. And I don't want it to. I don't I, like. I love being able to share things. Like it's very yeah. cool to be able to like take a nice picture. Or, Whatever, and share it with your friends and with the world if, if, if anybody wants to look what at I it. What I wonder is, like, like Twitter tapped itself out. Facebook has kind of done the same thing yeah, to I a certain look, extent. I hardly look at Facebook anymore. Yeah. Well, like, I'm about to delete it. I'm, I'm curious to see whether Instagram has this unique idea where it's like since everyone likes looking at photos and videos and there's just no getting around that, if it's going to stick around a whole lot longer or if it's going to tap itself out and there's going to be something else that comes along the yeah, way. You, you, know? you mean on Instagram I want to have to start a farm? What's that? Remember that Facebook thing where everybody like wanted you oh, to like farm thing? give them a chicken or oh, something? Yeah. Or a farm. Oh, the, whenever whenever someone starts yet. asking me for <laughs> a chicken on Instagram, I'm though. done. It's over. Yeah. <laughs> what about a picture? Let's of it? end this 40 minute long section. Here. <laughs> <laughs> All right, we're gonna come back, have a short segment at the end, hear from Queso, and be done. All right, that sounds like a plan. All right. That's right, Paul. I'm here live and I can't tell Rita by. I've tried that Matt Slitsky of Big Farm Inc. Matt, Matt, you've had a tremendous day. I just want to get some comments real quick. I don't want to hold you up. Tell us about the tremendous day here at iCast. Go ahead, Matt. Uh, and Matt, thank you so much for joining us. Go ahead, Matt. It's and this has been an <laughs> incredible challenge. But go ahead, Matt. That's right. It was unbelievable. We, uh, you know. Yeah, I totally agree, Matt. 
Unbelievable. Thank you. And tell us a little bit more about Big Farm Inc. That's right. Yeah. We, you know, we're into, you know, building all the community bad tattoos and dick chickens. I couldn't agree more, Matt. Thank you so much for joining us. We are really big fans. Pigfarming.com. Matt, 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 in closing, do you have any additional comments? Uh, scoff's all about partying. Yes, thank you, Matt. Matt, I want to thank you, and I want to thank everybody that came here. Oh, my God. Back to you, Paul. It's just so crazy here at ICAST. Why Bel Air is becoming so popular? Well, it's an unbeatable combination. What is that combination? Well, first, Bel Air gives you fine tobaccos with a light touch, just the right touch of menthol that lets true tobacco taste come through to you. And there's Bel Air's pure white modern filter. Plus, the famous and valuable Raleigh coupon on the back of every Bel Air pack. Now, Bel Air is the only light menthol cigarette that gives you famous Raleigh coupons. They're good for hundreds of wonderful free gifts for every member of your family, every room in your home. And remember, when you buy Bel Air by the carton, you get four extra coupons, 14 in all. Now, these Raleigh coupons really mount up fast. So start enjoying that Bel Air combination. Fine tobaccos with a light touch, just the right touch of menthol, and valuable Raleigh coupons, good for wonderful free gifts. Smoke New Bel Air, the light menthol cigarette with true tobacco taste and valuable Raleigh coupons. Mad Mike, won't you pissed off about the day that's kind of Mad Watching Paul work, he's always got knobs and buttons to push. Like left handed, like, right handed, right kind of, Yeah, <laughs> he's, get, he's getting it all done. Tell you, if this podcast ever gets big enough, you could sell a CD of like really production quality songs from it, like the Mad Mike song <laughs> yeah, and everything really. else. Oh, you didn't even you, you, when you listen to this one, you're gonna appreciate all the flu songs. You know? they're, they're <laughs> well, I'm sure you heard it. <laughs> I, I heard it a little bit earlier. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> hey, buddy, can I get another one of these cold cans? Absolutely. Well, yeah, there's a, a couple of them left in there. Will these help with my percentage body fat going no, down? They will not. Uh, it's like a sandwich worth of calories. Every one of these. There's a lot of sandwiches on this table. <laughs> so uh, before our special guest is here, which we forgot to tease again, since the yeah, beginning. which y'all still haven't told me who's Jean, coming. Gene, does that give you a ring a bell? Oh shit! What? Where'd y'all find her? Well, is uh, her him? I don't know. What, <laughs> anyway. We won't get into that. But uh, Wait, when, yeah. we, when we got back, I don't from, like this ball. Do we have to do this? When we got back from the Christmas uh, or no, the Snowmageddon, mm-hmm. Lawson calls me. He's like, "Hey man, um, it's 40 degrees in here in the office. <laughs> it, like the heater totally went out." <laughs> oh shit! And I was like, "Oh, you're you fine." I came up here with like uh, the standard jacket. I lasted about 45 minutes. It's so <laughs> fucking cold in here, dude. I, I was trying to work in the back, and I was like. Typing and just shivering. <laughs> as I was typing. And finally, I got to the point. I was like, 
fuck this. And I just closed everything. I was like, we we both here. went to I'm Starbucks done. one day with two just total yuppies <laughs> sitting there working at Starbucks. Just like, hey, will you watch me work? Yeah, if you'll watch me work. Uh, we, we looked like major douches. We both had our MacBooks, and I, I had, like, the camera up on the desk. Uh, I was yeah. doing some picture uh, stuff. Hipster we were business like, model. We were just sitting there typing Drinking away. my latte. Yeah. Did, did you have a venti mocha latte chat I had a nice freaking. caramel latte he did uh, I had no a black fat. coffee mm-hmm. no fab no whip I uh, skinny the, the, I drink no coffee sugar. the sizes coffee. at Starbucks intimidate me I, I can never coffee. remember what I, is what I, I'd so. rather I, I rarely go if I do I'd get like a green tea or something I'm not a big coffee person but uh, you know if, if you're meeting somebody for business you're just like hey let's just meet at so- Starbucks alright shit okay I get but, weird but I'm like I want a large yeah. And they're like a venti or whatever it is. I'm like, uh, you know what I mean. What's I want that? a large. That that happens in one of those TV or movies or yeah, something. Yeah, he's, where he's like, like venti, and he's like, can I get a large? Twenty. Yeah, can I get a large? Twenty ounces. It's twenty in Italian. Oh, but anyway, like I I get weird looks at Starbucks because I go in. And I'm like, they're like, what do you want? I'm like, uh, I'll just take a grande coffee. That's what I. They're do. like, what do you want in it? I'm like, just coffee. Just the late pour like, me some coffee in when, a cup. I'd like a black coffee. Oh shit. Oh, hey. That's Michael Gene Strickland, your right, wedding I get planner. It, I get it. I get it. I got it. I got it. Hang Michael's on. wedding planners. <laughs> Why is she here? Because we you, we always ask you about your wedding and you never tell us anything. Well, I don't know anything. Yeah, I, don't, okay. I don't have anything to do with it. Joanne's well, probably, on the whole. Thing. Hi everybody. Gene, how, how are you? Gene Strickland, everyone. Oh, it's so wonderful to be here. Oh. One of Charleston's finest wedding planners. Oh, go on, Paul. You're too much. You're just too much. So, uh, hi, Gene. Michael. Oh, Michael. Everyone, please. Just could we have a moment for Michael and Joanne? Yeah. I mean, we are so. This <laughs> is the wedding event of the year. I doubt that. For 2018. Is it? Really? Is it Great. It's going to be so great. We have got lots of ideas. We have to start narrowing it down. Now, Michael, I know you've been busy. You've been very busy. Yeah, yeah. Gene, However, y'all don't have it narrowed down I, by now. We have. We've got. It we've well, got well, Michael has been feeding me ideas. Well, let me no. tell you real quick, Gene. Michael has them. When I ran mm-hmm. into you in the coffee aisle the other day. Mm-hmm. Well. I explained to you, I'll explain to the radio. We always ask Michael like details about the wedding. Yes. And he claims that he doesn't know anything about it. Michael. I don't know anything, Gene. You know, you know how this Michael, works. Joanne makes the decisions. No. I just Michael it, has wonderful ideas. I have not had the any first ideas. Does he really? Does let he me, let me tell out. you about the first idea. I love this. Now he just he had the idea to go a little retro. But I wow, thought we awesome. are going to go Eighties, eighties everywhere. We're going to do the color. All of the groomsmen with mullets, yes, and mustaches. I like it. It's so nice. All of the women, big hair. We're going big. The eighties was big. We're going big. Wow, Michael, that was your idea. I no, mean, no, the, <laughs> all of the ushers. I don't know what she's talking about. All of the ushers on roller skates. Roller skates. We're big in the eighties. I oh love it. Michael, that's I a great idea, it. dude. I haven't read really now, now, I don't think I'd do that. I love that, Michael. That's a good idea. But we're doing this, this was Michael's idea. Okay. Wedding of the, the year might have been right. Best, the best man, Michael Jackson Glove. Oh, that's such Michael, that's so We cool. are going 80s. That is really cool, Michael. We are going so 80s. I don't remember deciding the 80s thing was like the way to go. I don't well, Okay, like Michael. I Michael, didn't I don't think I had anything to do with this, to be honest with Michael, you. Michael, that's fine. That's fine. You don't it like 
okay, it's fine. We have other ideas to explore. Your other idea. We're going even more retro. I didn't have any idea. We're going even more retro. Medieval theme. <laughs> now, okay. now we're talking. Yes. Now, now the groom. I do yeah. like eating meat with my bare See, hands. I'm not it. gonna lie. I kind of like meat with bare the, hand meat. No the, utensils. Just mm, hands. Okay. Yes. <laughs> yes. We'd have all the meat skewered on on lances over an open fire. You we like have. Oh, we have, cool. we have gestures. So everyone has a sword? You get a yeah. sword when you come now, ri- now, the problem That's your is takeaway? that Michael's losing so much weight that I'm not sure he's going to fit in a suit of armor. Yeah, well, it'll be a little bad. And and I will baggy. say that suits of armor and chainmail are very difficult to find well, <laughs> nowadays. You might be able to like add a couple links or something for him. No, see, so he's losing weight. We have to take links out, and it's very difficult to find a blacksmith who can handle that kind of work. Now, Gene, are uh, you typically open to these ideas, or Michael's ideas just no, so I, great? I didn't where have you're any like, ideas. Michael's ideas, I will tell you, he has been such a darling word. With. Such a darling. Does Joanne even show up, or is it just uh, all half Michael? the time now? Really not, and it's very, very odd. I will tell you <laughs> because it, normally you have these bridezillas that are out there. And I don't even Michael has been just wonderful to work with. I don't. I haven't wonderful talked to her like twice. To I swear. So I'm what kind of flowers Grimzilla. did you choose, Michael? I didn't choose any. Flowers. Michael loves pansies. <laughs> I knew. I knew. I this, you are seeing the softer Mad side Mike's of a this. Pansy man. Mad Mike. Mike is genteel. He's deeper than yeah. you think. We, I'm trying to bring this out in, in the wedding, and I, I just, I, I honestly don't know what a pansy looks like. So, what's like. the I mean, color palette like? What are we working on? No well, colors. it depends we if colors. we're going. If we're going with the '80s, we're having neon. Everywhere, lots of neon. And a lot of purple, I'm betting. Purple, pinks, yellows, greens. Oh, ho, ho, ho. it's so wonderful of an idea. <laughs> so wonderful. So, oh. Michael, what, uh, like, what kind of ceremony are you going for? Are you going like for the the lawn? Well, like, what we were thinking, <laughs> what we were thinking, the other idea, we could go Hawaiian themed. For the now, oh, okay. Yes, yes. That'd be great. So on the all, beach. Now, on the beach, yes. But when you arrive at the at the at the wedding, you get a lei, which is for anyone that doesn't know, is just a necklace of flowers. And then the running joke, get this, for the rest of the wedding is I got laid at Mike's wedding. <laughs> oh, you're gonna make T shirts, I bet. Yeah. Like for the takeaway and gifts. All of the groomsmen wear Hawaiian shirts. Oh, I like that. All of the bridesmaids Paul's got a couple of wine shirts wear, laying around. All of the bridesmaids wear coconut bras and grass skirts. So you came up with all these ideas. I didn't uh, come up with any of these ideas. He is so Why don't you ever just tell us this stuff? We asked I'd you about Michael. the wedding. It's not Michael. Really? I didn't have anything really? to do with any of this. I've really been riding the back seat of this whole thing. Well, it doesn't sound like it. I'm I'm really curious just how you're gonna get a mullet before this wedding. That's oh I can make it happen. Okay, I'll figure out That's something. Wait, wait a second, wait a second, Mike, Mike, Mike. So all of us are gonna have to grow mullets, hair extensions, yeah. and and or get chainmail, dude. I can't. <laughs> We've like, already got fitted for the suit. We already got fitted for the suit, dude. No, Tucker, Tucker, calm down, calm down. 
you're working yourself. Well, Tucker, I, I understand where he's coming from. I here. think I have a point. I mean, like, you know, I, I do anything for Mike. He's my best friend. But, I mean, you know, with like we've already It wouldn't be bad, though, in, like, flower Hawaiian shirts, though. That'd be pretty cool. That would be. I'd be okay. See, I think that that's the best middle ground. Because you can consider it somewhat retro. It's somewhat modern. It's nice. It involves a lot of flowers. Still roasted pig. I don't think any of this thing's going to work, man. I think like maybe just something simpler. Well, well Michael, it's, Michael. It's Gene. I don't know. That I do. I think. Oh, well, yeah. Mike, uh, how many times have you do, been what, what married? I, none. I'm, this okay. is my first try. Why don't we rely on the expert that Mike, I think she has a point there. She's I, got a point. Dude. Or, sorry. You, are you listening to any of this? There was chain mail and there's... Okay, I kind of did dig the, the Lance's roasting the meat thing, though. I could well, you no, came Michael. up with all these ideas. I I'm pretty sure. So let's go back to flowers. I want to know more about the flower <laughs> So pan, purple pansies. Purple pansies. Now, if we're going with a Hawaiian theme, we're going to need some more tropical varieties. Mm-hmm. Michael, your tulips will not work in this, in this situation. Michael, listen. Maybe an orchid or two. Orchids are wonderful. They're so wonderful. The color varieties that you have. They have a <laughs> lovely texture to them. Really, you can do anything with orchids. <laughs> uh, Michael, I do have to tell you that We'll have to find a little extra money for the budget. There but, is no more money. But I promise Michael, you, I'm Michael, out. we can work on it. There, are th- there's give and take. We take some things. We give other places. And we, we'll work mm-hmm. it out. Don't stress. Mm-hmm. Like little Smokies. Don't get rid of those things. I love eating those things. Got a little, Dude, a little, little, little barbecue so wieners. And they're just the like, mud cricket's got to go. Yeah. Mud cricket is not going anywhere. Okay, mud cricket's paid off. It's in the driveway. They're not. We're not hawking no, the mud Michael. I, I wanted to talk with you about the idea of getting married on the mud cricket. I don't think that on the polling platform, if you and Joanne are going to both fit on them, I just don't think there's enough room. I didn't think that was going to be the now, thing. Now, Michael, I have grown weary, just weary of your plausible deniability. Mm. We have been in communication every day, mm. every day for months and months. Have y'all ever had a blown up blow up yet, is, or is that what's about to happen? I, it's, look, I, I don't know what she's talking about. With the, the, I didn't, I haven't talked. I've talked to you like twice. Like I, I haven't. You're saying I did all this stuff. I don't remember any of this, Mike. Let okay. Can we talk about your drinking and not remember? <laughs> That's okay. not a thing, <laughs> Mike. We have proof, ev- recorded evidence. Okay, so I have gotten drunk a few times and not remembered what I said, but I'm now pretty that, sure I didn't do any. Now, of this. Michael, you, you have to remember that on your wedding night you will have to perform. <laughs> You'll have to keep your drinking to a minimum. Yeah, that's not gonna happen. No. <laughs> Michael, we can't have disappointment of the little lady on the first night. Oh, no, she's no. been disappointed before. She <laughs> Mike, did, so, you, did you disappoint her so hard? <laughs> <laughs> so to kind of wrap this up, um, Gene, so you said you had some big kind of celebrity weddings coming up. Can you name just one of them you got coming up here soon that you've been working on? Um, like... Uh, Mm, Are you keeping see, a secret? Yeah. On, I hear you. Well, They're all secret. Well, there is the... Mm, 
there's the Kardashian wedding. Oh wow! Uh, their dog. <laughs> yes. Oh wow! Uh, it is. It is going to be spectacular. They're marrying one of their dogs. Yes. They're really doing it for the money. Don't let anybody fool you. Mm. Wow, that's really cool. Well, yes. So uh, glad you could come by here today. No, thank you so much for having me, Michael. So if you were, I'll, to, I'll have Joanne call you. No, um. no, Michael, Michael, Michael. Uh, we have worked together. I feel like you and I are are just right there together. We're right there together, Michael. If oh you had one gosh. word for y'all's chemistry, like he might, I can see him maybe doing this with you as an assistant going forward. No, I no, think so. Uh, he has wonderful ideas. Simply wonderful. And <laughs> just a good eye too. One, oh, wed- one wedding wonderful. is enough. I'm done after this one. <laughs> done. Well, I guess. Mm. I guess Gene will have something to say about that. Well, if there anyone that has any ideas, please feel free to write in to Flood Flood Tide to post your ideas Mm. for Michael's wedding. We love that. Sounds like a terrible idea. I don't like any of that. No, 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 (laughs) no. Gene has spoken. (laughs) This is happening. We'll we'll put up a post on Barely Live later, and y'all can all just let us know what Mike needs to do for his wedding. This sounds awful. I don't like any of this. Supremely uncomfortable right oh, now. Oh, Michael, just wait till your wedding. <laughs> I honestly can't wait for my wedding. I really can't. I just so it'll be done. Mm-hmm. Be. <laughs> and then the honeymoon. Well, everybody, uh, I've really enjoyed my time, but there is some sangria calling my name. Oh, wow. Well, All thanks, right. Gene. Bye, Gene. It's nice uh, to meet you. Very well, I'll everyone. I'll call you later. Anybody that's getting married soon, contact Floodside to get a hold of Gene. Thanks, Gene. Appreciate it. Bye, Gene. Oh, that was you. awful. Why the hell would you do that, Paul? Because you won't tell us anything about your I, I didn't have it. None of that was true. There Mike, was not one piece of that. Sure. that Mike, you need, you need to be way more careful with your personal pronouns with Gene. Hey, yeah, look, man. I'm he, just saying. She and a little. Well, I know, but I understand. And man. Like, the preferred pronoun, but I mean, I, I, I'm also, not good at that kind of stuff. Something kind of interesting. I'm down with that. Like, I, I want to respect people's pronouns and all, but I got, I'm just, I'm. My, uh, I'm not good at it. The whole Hawaiian-themed wedding. My half-sister was actually supposed to have her wedding in uh, Honolulu, and it didn't end up happening, so they had it in Colorado, but it was still Hawaiian-themed. They flew the pastor in from Hawaii, like straight Hawaiian guy. They had llamas at the wedding and stuff. Why wait, were there, are, wait, why are, were there llamas? Llamas I are from Peru. I don't, I don't like know. There are, there <laughs> llam- there's llamas at the wedding. <laughs> Uh, it's like all it's all Hawaiian themed. But there's no llamas then, in Hawaii, are there? The next day, no. no. Ne- next day after she walks down the aisle, uh, instead of going straight to her honeymoon, she participated in a Vietnam War reenactment with like napalm blowing up in the forest and stuff. Wait, what? Yeah, it's what? It's, it's pretty Why? insane. Why was she in a <laughs> Vietnam reenactment? I don't know. I hate to do this, boys, but we got to get the queso. Got to get the ball so rolling with the queso. Yeah, and we'll come back, have a few more thoughts, and end this thing. It'll rip right. your queso All on right. there. All right, here we go. I hate to rush it. We got to do it. Mail sack, mail sack. Why is there hair in this mail sack? Mail sack, mail sack. Let's all go inside. Mail sack, mail sack. Why is there hair in this mail sack? Mail sack, mail sack. I'll be, I'm sorry, barely live fans. That's what we're doing tonight. Wow. Yeah, that's how this is working out. How mm-hmm. we doing, Paul? I ain't seen you since Christmas.
I know it has been a whoa. Yeah, your heat went out. I, I hope I didn't even do anything with the me plugging into the unit out there for my trailer. But uh, well, it very well could have. I don't think so. You know, I, I really think I did a good job with it. You or know. did you come in here and like just over blast the heat? No, I would never come in here without you being here, Paul. I just, you know, ran a small line, no. maybe a tool we, or something up to your duct work. I, don't hey, worry hey, about hey, it. It, it really shouldn't have interfered with anything. I didn't have a small trailer. We, we had big. snow on our roof, and his trailer was pretty much clean of snow. Yeah. So well, he says I, anything. I, I got my dust pan out, my broom, and just swept it off of there. Of course, yeah, you know, right. snow okay. is a good insulator, well, though. We don't, though. we don't know what else he might be growing in there to uh, <laughs> require hey, some excess mm, heat. True. It's true. Like, don't worry about my products, okay? I got a grit of case over the flu this coon claw. Yeah, you never tried coon claw powder? <laughs> coon claw powder is the best, is the natural. So it's not most. just for flu, it's for anything. It's really for anything. You know, like when you get the sniffles or you got the cough and you go to the doctor and he says, oh, it's just viral. There ain't nothing we can do. Well, there is something you can do. You can take some coon claw powder and you crush it up and you put it in your coffee or you snort it or whatever, you know, however you like to take in powder. That's really your deal. I don't really care. <laughs> Uh, but it's good for the body, you know. It's got lots of antioxidants and coon claw <laughs> substances. Antioxidants. Do y'all use the the rest of the raccoon though? After just yeah, well, the you know, Cletus, the man that uh, that collects them, he does. You know, he uses the meat. You know, uh, coon is pretty tasty, really, if it's done right. But you know, I think it really comes down to the raccoon's natural habitat. You know, I feel like you know they 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 build up a lot of antibodies in their claws while they're digging through trash or you know mm-hmm. rotting carcasses of fish and stuff. You know, okay. like they get lots of germs in there, and then those germs create antibodies, and so you just snort all that right up into your body. It's really, really healthy, natural way to to develop antibodies to these yeah. kind of things. You know, if you you get a little coon claw powder in you, you're good to go, man. It's good to you go. You see anything missing here tonight? Yeah, Will. I know he's got the flu. You know, I, I sent him some coon claw powder. I don't know if he got it or we'll not. Find out. He never called me back. I mean, you know yeah. how Will is. He yeah. just lives his life down there in Buford and don't talk to nobody. It's just his thing. Yep. But uh, he's got coon claw powder. If he's got, you know, if he take mm. my word for it, he'd be just fine by now. He'd be right here with us doing yep. his thing, you know, mm. being uh, Will and stuff. More, more people need to trust in Queso. No, Queso, I agree. Queso Corporation. The, the, they really the, do. The thing is, the people act like I'm creating new stuff off the top of my head or something. These are all classic, you know, treatments. From, remedies. Uh, remedies from thousands of years. You know, people have been grinding up coon claws for so long. <laughs> it's not even funny. It's just... You know, it, it's been there forever, and then people just forget these things, and now everybody wants to take the Tamifluzy and all that stuff, and, you know, you can take that. That's fine. It's all now, right. what would be the difference between, like, a coon claw and a coyote claw? Well, see, those are completely different animals, all right? So coyote claws, you know, they're always running around and howling and stuff. They don't build up nearly as many antibodies as all the running they do, chasing down all the rabbits mm-hmm. and stuff. Coons, you know, they just kind of like to dig through trash and dirty stuff. Mm. It, you really, you have to go through the dirty stuff to get all the good antibodies. That's what it really comes okay. down to. What, what and they that? wash their hands a lot. Even mm-hmm. though with that, coons are like doctors like or nurses. They're just always yeah. washing their hands and cleaning mm-hmm. them. <laughs> what, what about possum? Possum now possums claws are really hard to gather. Uh, they're small and you know possumy, but you know the meat from a possum is far superior to a coon meat. I heard really y'all were going to sponsor uh, possum cancer thing. Well, yeah, because you ever see a possum with cancer? <laughs> no. Nope. 
you never have seen a possum with cancer. So I'm really, I'm really hopeful for the cancer now, cure now, coming it, out of a possum. Is it in the tail? It's in the tail, isn't it? Well, no, gotta it, have something to do with I, the tail. It, it really it's gotta have something to do with the tail. Well, they do have the really cute little tails and stuff, but I, I'm really just looking more. At, uh, yeah, the tail is probably a good spot to start, you know. But the pouch is very interesting, and and possums, <laughs> possums have more than one uterus too, which is interesting. Two uteruses, no cancer. Something to that, Paul. Well, thanks, Richard. Appreciate it, buddy. <laughs> well, I not see you. I'm super, I didn't have no mail. Okay, it's okay. No. We'll, we'll people write in next time. It'll be all right. <laughs> thanks, mail Richard. Sack, mail sack. Why is there hair in this mail sack? Mail sack. Mail sack. Let's all go inside. Mail sack. Mail sack. Why is there hair in this mail sack? Mail sack. Mail sack. Let's all go inside. Oh, Lord. Get okay, get okay, so. Oh, that's, oh we don't want to bring him back. Hey, you play that song, he's going to come back. Stop it. This is the one we want. All right, this is our outro. So we're about to be on this other podcast that they've asked us to. What is it, Fish Porn or what is it? Fish.porn, but they're changing it to the hub. Oh, okay. That, that was probably a good move. Well, I think, yeah, anyway. Yeah, so. you probably get, I've seen some, never mind. Yeah, but Paul. You just don't want to look up the wrong thing trying to find it, a podcast. They have it figured up. They have it figured out where if you type in fish.porn, it, their website comes up. Yeah. It's just redirected, I guess. Pretty yeah. clever, though. Yeah, it's clever. So they, they wanted to talk to, uh, I think they wanted to talk to Paul. I'm kind of like a bonus. No, they said, I think on the thing, they just said, can any of y'all, you guys get on with us? So we're going to do that. Um, and that's literally in about four minutes. Yeah. All right. Well, but you got the song queued up. You got some cranberries queued up. Damn it, Paul. <laughs> I got the Dallas Cowboys song that queued <laughs> up. Of course up. you do. You guys ain't played in like oh. a month. <laughs> uh, you got to do the first one. We're going to do the first one here that I ever heard. All right. We're going to let this ride out. Uh, of course, there's an ad. Come on now. Yeah. He plays that song all day in the office. Yeah. What? This one right Zombies? here. Zombies? No, no, no. The Dallas, the Dallas Cowboys. Oh, I'm Just, sure. All right. This will be going out. All right, guys. We'll see you next time. Maybe a normal show next time. Catch you on the flip side. cranberries back in the day. You didn't have a soul. No, man. I know. They're so good. I know. I agree. Do you have-
have to let it linger? Do you have to? Do you have to? Do you have to let it linger? <laughs> that was awful, fellas. That, that made right. it just that much better. I'm right faking it out. All right, One last word. Anyone? No. Bye.